Terra, Terra, look at her go with a fresh cup. Oh my God! Stop! Stop! Oh my God! What the fuck was that again? He started singing. And I was like, No, no. Where what is, is that shit again? That's, That's the Idina Menzo commercial. Terra, Terra, oh my God! Oh my God. I hate that oh, fucking commercial, bro. For her big it ass teeth. Word, dog. That's messed up. Yeah, well, I, did, I, did, dog, I did not know who that who that woman was. She's and just- I, yeah, and I was like, man, this woman got, got to have nothing going on to do this commercial. <laughs> and then I looked her up, and I was like, oh, shit, man, what the fuck? So I'm going to start, start talking right now. Welcome to the Planet of Podcast. You know what it is. We here. Podcast 18, let's fucking get it. Let's go. We fucking out here. There's no rules. We 18 now. Uh, What's up, man? It's you, it's you boy. I was working. I was working. You know what it is, man. I'm back at work, grinding, hustling, every. Base, uh, making sure we gonna eat out here. Uh, oh, nah, but it's been like I, it. My work stories are gonna be more boring and more boring because like <laughs> I'm doing the same thing now. You know what I mean? Like every day, come in, crack a dawn, five a.m., and I just push products to the floor, Manny, so on and so forth. Your work stories are the only reason I do this podcast. Damn! Oh my god! Well, I, I stories to are about to come to an end. You're gonna get the finale pretty soon, <laughs> or you could just work for him. I guess the really most the most interesting thing about it is that for the first time in my life. Like I'm waking up extra fucking early and like my sleep pattern is actually kind of normalizing. So that's probably oh, yeah. the best part. Yeah, that's probably the best part about working at that time. Um, and then like once I leave, like, bro, it's the whole fucking day is ahead of me, man. Like, I, I don't know what this feeling is. Dog. <laughs> yeah, it's until crazy. 7 p.m. <laughs> yeah. Now I'd be going to sleep like 10 or 11. And then that, that, like that was like when I first started doing it and I got no sleep the night before. And I was like, nah, I'm, I'm knocking out like mm-hmm. immediately. But. Yeah, that's that's basically what it is, guys. Well, welcome to episode eighteen of the Planet of Dow podcast. We got Mises, we got Asia, we got CX Drive, Chris in the building, and your boy John Lewis. We eighteen deep now, so it's different, man. What's good? <laughs> it's different, bro. <laughs> We're legal. Welcome, man. We are legal in the eighteenth episode. Thank you guys for joining us. Please, while you're here, subscribe, like the video. Uh, we're a little bit late on schedule, which means we got hella shit to talk about. <laughs> so definitely fasten your seatbelts. You're here for a reside. Uh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I got the Tesla, so I'm going. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. We're going. <laughs> what? The the got the seats. Oh, the El Toro on Six Flags. That shit the just come <laughs> Yeah, fuck it. I mean, we're already here. Worst fucking roller coaster you fucking been on. El Toro, easy. Worst in terms of what, like just scariest or highest? Scariest. Um. You said what? Which was yours, Chris? While y'all are thinking about it, let me just make this very easy. El Toro (laughs) has Six Flags, because that shit, the the. The thing that your safety belt or whatever they put on you is a little bar between your knees. And imagine me <laughs> no, and no, no, fucking... It's between your knees, your big ass. <laughs> it goes up well, to everybody else's that's chest. True. That's true. For a regular sized person, it would probably go to their thighs. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. When I tell you, my knees were like, I was covering my kneecaps. And then I had this little fucking Velcro belt, dog. Oh, my Does God. Does it have... Twists and turns and spins. Yeah, you've never been on El Toro. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think it, so. It's like the, it, it's like the wooden ride, and it has like a big, like two big ass drops. So I, it doesn't have loops. That, nah, P- 
People oh, say so that's you're straight. Scary. No, yeah. no, no. You don't People need to say see that. that ride is scary. Oh, yeah. Fuck <laughs> out of here. I mean, wooden roller coasters in general are kind of scary. Like, they just, you know what I mean? Hell yeah. Hell Boy. questionable. I know I know people that have gone on Kinda Khan and gone on all the rides and they said that El Toro is the scariest out of all. Really? Damn. I don't believe it. I don't believe it because Kinda Khan looks fucking terrifying <laughs> and I hate roller coasters, but Thanks. El Toro was the scariest one I've ever been on. Interesting. Well, I I got into my roller coaster bag late into my life. Like I didn't start to get on roller coasters till I was like probably nineteen or twenty. Um so I every time I did go to six Slash when I was younger, I never been on any of those shits because I was definitely not doing it. Um, but uh, you could dueling dragons would probably be second place, but I, I think I will. There's one in Bush Gardens that is called like Cheetah. Oh, yes, Cheetah was lit. <laughs> it is lit, but this was the first roller coaster I've been on that it goes fast when you're going up, yeah, and that's just the weirdest feeling because you always go up slow and then you drop fast. So this shit goes up fast. I'm like, what the. Comes in hot, dog. Here, Cubs, no? Cubs it hot. No, I was <laughs> not ready for that shit. Uh, yeah. I was not ready for that because going fast upward is a weird feeling because most roller coasters are slow up. So I think I'll go with Cheetah, dog. That shit is nuts. Dog. So the one I'm going to pick is actually not a roller coaster, but it is a ride. Have y'all ever been? I don't know what they're actually called, but those like. Mini Mouse shit? No. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> the scariest shit I've got. Yeah. Nah, man. It's those rides that are like at carnivals and fairs where like they slingshot you like into the air. Oh, hell. Oh, fuck. Man. I did that. That's dead. I did that shit once and it will be the last time I ever ride yeah, that shit. That's crazy. Dog. I, and it's funny because like I saw it and like I remember I was with my sister and I was like, man, this shit can't be that bad. Fam, yeah, the right. second I was just sitting before it even started, I was sitting there. I was like, "Nah, man, this actually might be pretty fucking wild." Like, oh my god, and that that was probably the worst. Wait, wait, wait! But what did you see that was that bad? No, I don't know, <laughs> man. Because in my head, I was like, "It's not a roller coaster. Like, it's not. You know what I mean? It's not doing all this." Like, but fam, that was definitely like that was the only time I can think of where I was on a ride and I was legitimately terrified. Like, I was just like, "Bro, this is this." So, is this one, yours was a slingshot. Yeah, it's a slingshot. Like it so, just like got... you basically go up like fucking crazy speeds. Yeah, so like the ropes are like this, like holding you like down, or you're like held they're in bungees. place. It's li- li- yeah, they're like bungees, bungees and, yeah. they ju- and they just sling you up. And in they the sling air. you up in the air, yeah, like fast as shit. Oh my god, bro! I like <laughs> I can't even explain to you, bro. Like one of those strings fucking detaches. Yeah, <laughs> yes, word. And it's a fucking fair. You're out like, there I, dog, I don't yeah, like man. I don't like carnival rides. Period. Like I think carnival. Rides, that's why I never go. Yeah, there, they're too I, I never go to fucking carnivals. But, like, dog, like, I remember on my way up just, like, completely losing sense of, like, what was up and what was down, dog. Because, like, at one point, I, like, I looked up and I saw the ground and I was like, dog, I don't know. Like, it, 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 it flipped so many times that I was like, dog, I have no idea what's going oh on. I just want to stand immediately. But that's definitely the worst one. Yeah, I saw, I saw a prank video of that, of that slingshot ride. And they would take, like, a big-ass screw. Oh and before the per- they God. slung the person oh, up, God. they would throw it against something and it'll do like a clank sound. And, and they'd be like, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. <laughs> and then they just throw it. <laughs> yeah, I'll oh, never God. get on that. I'm not afraid of roller coasters or anything, but those things, I'm like, nope, not even thinking no. about it. Yeah, that's not even a ride. That's yeah. like a, a fucking half near a suicide mission. <laughs> like, <laughs> you you want to feel what it's like to commit suicide? You want to live on the edge? <laughs> it's like a 50 50 chance. Like, oh, for sure. Jesus. Man. But for, for me, like, um, roller coasters, I'm chill with it, but. At a carnival, have you ever seen like is it's like 
it's kind of like a roller coaster, but it's just one big ass like hoop. Oh, the oh, zipper? I, I no, no, it's called. Um, no. I think it's the, just the wheel, the Ring of Fire. Yeah, the Ring of Fire. So it's just that's one roller coaster <laughs> that goes in a loop. No, no, it's just a circle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So whatever. I I I love that ride, right? And I go on it, and I think I went stuck. probably like five times, and then the sixth time it got stuck. He got stuck, dog. Down. I could tell oh, you. No, bro. I could tell you how many times yeah. I've seen that shit get stuck. Oh, my God. I got stuck upside down for probably 20 minutes. Oh, that oh, sucks, oh, dog. Oh, hell, man. Yeah. I was, I was doing the, the 50 Cent in the club video, <laughs> man. <laughs> well, the, fun, the funny thing is, like, go, I was probably, like, like, probably 11 or 12, and I was just laughing because I was, like, with my cousin, and there was two fine-ass girls right in front of us. Cause like it's, it's the it's the one you're where you're about the plot thickens. <laughs> the one where you're sitting and then two people are sitting across from you, but that shit was scary too. Cause we were upside down for twenty minutes. Wait, so is it the cert? Is it the ring of fire or the zipper that you're kind of like in a box? Is it the zipper that is like the a ring of the ring of fire is a circle? Yeah, and you no, no, I know, but I'm then... saying like the seats, seat wise. Well, there's two. I think it, I think it's just two. There's like, two over the different top. ones. There's one that covers the top. Of the roller coaster part, and there's one that's that's um that has doesn't have a top. Mm. I, the mm-hmm. one I was on, it didn't have any top, so it was just the air up there. Oh, oh, yeah, that, that's what was scary too. <laughs> yeah, fuck up. I'm about to have the the worst answer here. <laughs> I hate roller coasters. It's not for me. I do them because if everybody else gets on. I'm not gonna be a bitch about it. I gotta I gotta get on. But. I don't want to say an entire roller coaster. I'm going to say a moment. And it was on Jurassic Park when we were in California. <laughs> and it was nothing about the ride was scary except the the drop at the end. And I don't know why. I, I think it was because of the seats. I guess those seats were like the like the loosest fitting of all of the rides I've ever been on. And so when we first hit the drop, I felt like. I was. <laughs> That's how I felt El Toro, dog. That's how oh I felt Oh my god! It, it wasn't bro. that big a drop because everyone says the drop, that drop, was like in half. Jurassic Park compared to the one here in Florida, mm-hmm. is like nothing. So the drop wasn't crazy. Just I guess just that moment specifically. Damn, I see. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, but it's not like it's been haunting him ever I'm since. Sure if, if I do yeah. it again, I, no. I mean, that's the thing. That's why I said I'm gonna have the worst answer because I don't really. It's not like a good. I'm sure if I do it again, I won't care. Do you have you been on the one here, Jurassic uh, Park here? Every time we go, it's for like um, Halloween Horror Nights, so they're all closed. Yeah, because me, me, Mushu, and I said we always tell that story, but I never heard that side because we always say how trash that that drop is because it's literally half the drop size of the one here. So we were like, yeah. (laughs) All right. (laughs) That drop compared to every other drop I've done was probably the worst one, but I haven't done. You've been I have, on I have very few what, roller coasters. Which one is the one that we all did? Wait, did, were you in the Toy Story one? No. You didn't do the Slinky ride. Nope. That shit is lit. <laughs> I <laughs> haven't been to. What is that? What tell is that? you the Slinky ride on Toy Story Land. But that's not, that, that's but that's in Disney in Cali yeah. or here. In no, Cali? here, here, here. Is that Man, the, ro- you- the roller coaster? Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. No, I don't think I did go on that because it looked hella small. So I was like, I Oh, know. okay. That's exactly <laughs> what we fucking thought. And then in line, we we literally talked about like turning around like three times because it was so hot outside. Oh my. And we're God. like, dog, this shit is gonna be for little kids. Like, we should just clear it. Nah, we're almost there. Almost there. We do it. I, there's a video of me and Eddie like 
like what okay this shit is a little bit serious but like it was it was worth it dog That's it wasn't no little kitchen what's the best ride at disney what do you guys think at disney damn i go on avatar I mean, are we talking like uh, rides yeah. or, or roller well, coasters? It, roller coaster, space experience. mountain, best, best experience. Nah, hey, best, ex- best experience, mountain. best experience was Avatar, one hundred percent. Oh, for but, sure, yeah. But my favorite think, roller coaster was Space Mountain. I think uh, the Rock and Roller Coaster is, is is my favorite one. Yeah, that uh, one was that really one's good fucking too. awesome. I fucking love, even though Space Mountain, you know, classic, but that 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 one was really good. Yeah, the, the Mount Everest one was cool too. Oh, what am I saying? Yes, Everest. Everest yeah, is that, the littlest one. Hell yeah. Animal I'd rather Space Mountain for some reason. Really? That, yeah, than Everest. I don't remember the Everest one. It, Everest is like, yeah, it's like the, the most, like. It goes yeah. backwards at yeah. some point. And it has the, you like, the Yeti. It's the most intense, yeah. most intense roller coaster. I definitely rode it because when I went yeah. two years ago, I rode there's like There's like a Yeti there and it's like supposed to be like in a, a snow mountain and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Got you. In Disney, uh, well, not Disney, in Islands of Universal. I think the better roller coaster. I don't know. I was about to say Dueling Dragons, but like Hulk is like so iconic. Um, but the Mummy has to be probably one of the best experiences. Like, yes, I feel you one hundred percent. That's yeah. t- for me in in that park. That's top three, dog. Like I fuck that Mummy ride, bro. Yeah, because that's it, Universal. That's yeah, Universal. Because yeah, yeah. it's like a show and it's a roller coaster. Yeah. I've never, I've never been to Universal. I've only been to the, really? to the Disney parks. Yeah. Oh no way! Damn, Chris, that's crazy. Chris, you should definitely come because I, I, all the time you about thinking, the deal, right? Yeah. Now that I'm, now that I'm talking about it, now that I heard you guys talking about it, that could be lit. A day yeah, at a especially Universal. for your for your first time, though, like that, that'd be really cool. Hell yeah. By the way, Manny, if we're gonna buy these tickets, we gotta buy them like this week because hey, <laughs> it hey, ends this week. Friday, let's do it. Friday. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'm down. Just text me to remind me because I'll definitely forget. But yeah, I'm about it. And especially now that we're going to Orlando for the most part, one fifty for the end of the year. So I heard that you could throw in Volcano Bay for thirty dollars, but I'm cool. <laughs> All right, I don't need Volcano Bay. I'm cool off of that. For whatever so, reason, I'm not big on like water parks. Yeah, water themed parks. So I, don't, I, I love don't water parks. When we were kids, they were. The yeah. Go-to. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm. I don't need uh, Chris in front or behind me in the tube. <laughs> <laughs> in front or behind me. Can <laughs> I change my answer to that? Can I make that the scariest ride? Those tubes are scariest. Yeah. I was always scared that I was just sucking that thing. I love. I love the fucking tube rides. If me, Jose, and Chris were in a tube, that shit is going Rest a in billion peace. miles. <laughs> We're going mock speed. <laughs> Are you talking about the one you're like on, like a? Oh, we're talking about all of them. Yeah. The one you just we're breaking all the records. Because there's Manny, I say we we'll have to set up Manny's lap, and then we can like. Yo, word. <laughs> yeah, we'll just do it. Like, go, to, go together. <laughs> oh, we'll, we'll, we'll be. Fl- oh my god! I just pictured us like bobsledding, like format. Now, now, are you talking about? We gotta go on one of the, the ones cool running like, school. Oh, oh my god! god. What a classic. We would be nah. the illest cool running squad, bro. Nah, oh we gotta get god. all of us in like one of those, the ones that are like, you know what I'm talking about? That it's like a the you, circle one. Yeah, yeah you yeah, all yeah. sit on like a disc or whatever. Uh, you go down. That'd be lit. Yeah, 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 the that, death of all of us. Yeah, fuck that one. Man. <laughs> I've been on that one with my cousin Oliver, and this man was tickling my feet as we're fucking <laughs> dropping on that shit, and the fucking shit is tilted. Dog. Oh <laughs> like, my Whoa. god, that's too funny. I'm like, you're touching my feet, so we have to fade after this round. But stop touching. 
<laughs> me, meanwhile, I'm trying to hold on for dear life. <laughs> right. Those are the two worst oh, things. Oh, God. So, <laughs> speaking of holding on to dear life, <laughs> <laughs> there's two uh, quick topics that we could touch on. Um, one is confirmed, COVID confirmed, <laughs> and the other one is a rumor. We'll start off with the rumor. Supposedly, Logan Paul is rumored to fight Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> Welcome to today. Uh, this is obviously a rumor. It wasn't confirmed from anybody, but Keemstar, one of the YouTubers who, like, he's big on, like, gossip and drama and, and all yeah. that bullshit. Um, he said that he found out from an insider team or whatever. Um, the only thing that we know that is true is that Logan is gearing up for a boxing match because he is training. But let's entertain it for two seconds. Why? <laughs> Floyd Mayweather died? The dude fought Connor, and that was already like a joke to a lot of yeah, people. Yeah, dog. Like, I don't know. Like, you know, like, it's crazy because, like, he could have literally just kind of retired and like his his legacy would have been set you know what i mean like like people a lot of people say best defensive fighter ever so for you to come back like to do something like this i'm like what are you exactly trying to prove bro like you know what i mean like it, it's one thing if like maybe uh like triple c was trying to go into boxing i believe and then um like if he if he fought him in his first fight like that would, that would be right. fucking crazy you know but i don't know man that that's that's kind of crazy to me i'm going to stick by saying that Floyd is in it for the money just because and it makes <laughs> yeah, no sense why he's in it but I feel like he's just so bad with his money and his gambling that for some reason Crazy, he may man. look like he's set on the outside but maybe something on the inside I, I'm I think it's something that like he just like wasted so much that he needs another big payday Bro, but what's crazy is that, like, the amount of money Floyd Mayweather has made, bro. Yeah, like, it makes no dog, sense why he would no need sense. the money, but dog, I, I, don't don't, I can't see money. any other reason I don't why think he, he needs the money. I think I think he just because the guy's a businessman, he he sees that he sees a good opportunity to make money. He's gonna take it, um, especially so, as, as somebody who only has like a three record fight fight record. Exactly, so. and then fucking didn't even win. If he can't beat, no, listen, that's not even a, a conversation to have because Logan Paul is not gonna beat Floyd. Just that, that, that just got that out of my hand. Question though, can people fight without being in the same weight class, like professionally? No, well. No, I think for what they're trying to well, do, it doesn't matter. Yeah, because they're not. Uh, well, I'm trying to see because PC, Logan yeah. Paul weighs 200 something, like five pounds, something yeah. like that. He wasn't the same. Mayweather fights as... at like 160, like 154 around there. Who's gonna go up and who's gonna go down, or are they gonna meet <laughs> in the middle? Because that's some crazy fucking weight you gotta get. Oh yeah, I th or you think, lose. I think Logan's when he was wrestling professionally, he was like 180, 175 um, leanest, <clears throat> so he would definitely have to. He would like pass out and just try to lose the weight, but and I I don't think mm -hmm. when he was fighting KSI, I don't think they were the same weight, not even close. Like Logan, no, I think I think, I think they were they were close in weight. I don't, I think I, well, I it was closer it was... than Floyd and Logan. Well, that <laughs> right, because but... then you got Jake Paul and Nate Robinson, and I I was on Nate Robinson's. I mean, he, Nate Robinson's always been fucking ripped and swole, mm -hmm. but for some reason he looks taller ripped and swole now. <laughs> like I don't know if that's just because. Probably Yeah, I'm just trying to see like like I'm a Logan fan, so I'm definitely like gonna watch whatever he does. I think he's really entertaining. And for him, this shit would look fucking nuts. Like yeah. to fight the legend in like boxing. That's why but I kinda like, I kinda it's hard for me to believe that rumor though. Cause you're you're talking about 
someone that came out of fighting. What his last fight was fighting McGregor, right? Yeah, Connor. Connor. He made over like a, more than a hundred million on that. He made a shitload. Yeah, of money so on like yeah, yeah, it, technically, sure. if let's say if those fight words to happen, Logan is not worth a hundred million fighting. No, he's not getting that. He's not getting that. So I, That's I, true. I, I don't understand that that point. Um, yeah, they could probably make like a cool twenty. Maybe. <laughs> if yeah. I was Mayweather, dog. I wouldn't even entertain this fight because, like... Well, stylistically, what is he going to do? Like, Logan's going to punch down and Mayweather's no, going to punch I, up? <laughs> whoever goes up in weight, whoever loses weight, <laughs> Floyd, is winning, like, Floyd wait, is winning 100%. Floyd, Floyd doesn't have to gain a pound. And Logan Paul doesn't have to lose a pound. Floyd will still win that fight. Um, How tall is Floyd Mayweather? Floyd is, like, 5'6". And Logan, Logan like, is, like, 6'3". Like six, six, three. Three. Yeah. yeah. It's still... <laughs> This man's defense is is he's untouchable. The reason I don't I won't want Floyd to do this because <laughs> I don't want the I top of that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I don't I don't Floyd is not my goat, but he is technically the greatest boxer to ever live. Defensive. Uh, yeah, def- yeah I, I'm not. Listen, he's not my goat, but in all in terms and and uh, record wise, he is the goat. There's no there's no debating that. This will look. This will look so. F- <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, listen, Manny, I agree with you 100. I hate watching Mayweather fight. Yes. I think his fights are boring, and I I don't respect the way he fights. So, I don't think Floyd should take this fight because it would just look so fucking whack on his career. Like, like he and to, and he's retired like eight times already. He's gonna yeah. come out of retirement to fight a bo- like a YouTuber boxer and, and not, who not can't even that. beat a, a bum from the UK. Word. Like. <laughs> And not only that, Chris, but like if he really if he really needs the payday, there are bigger paydays out there for Floyd yeah. Mayweather. One like there are a, a fight million. Canelo again. Fight Man, Canelo. Oh, again. Yeah. No, are you kidding? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, nah, he, yeah. If he, he, he did, wants, he knows he's so smarter he wants than to keep that. His yeah, record. He's, yeah, yeah, he's, he's smarter. smarter. Yeah, that's he why. Want to yeah. But he want to fucking bag fight Canelo, but yeah, he's smarter than that. And then that would be probably his like. You that would most likely be like his highest payday ever, dog. If he fought Canelo now, like dog, come on, man. That's the, that's the fight of the fucking century, dog. I was even thinking maybe Pacquiao too. Nah, that I'm this, cool I, off of that. Even back, even <laughs> even when they have the first time. Listen, listen. I'm not so upset at that matchup anymore because Manny Pacquiao has done a fucking 180 on his career for the past like four yeah. or five years. This guy has looked the best I've seen him in so long. So I wouldn't mind to see that fight. The last one was whack as fuck. We can all agree that yeah, that last fight was either. terrible. But Manny Pacquiao now looks better shaped than I have seen him in so long. So I don't think that fight would be as whack as as the first one. It's impossible yeah. to be as whack as the first one. I don't think it's whack. Just how many times have they fought already? Definitely twice. Once. No, once. Just, just once. once. Just once. Really? Yeah. yeah just the one time. Oh, okay. okay. After Floyd was ducking the, the, for a couple yeah. of years. For a long fucking time. <laughs> for oh, for yeah. the that entirety makes... of his prime. That man is scared. Dog. Terrified, man. <sighs> well, uh, another two boxers that are legends and coming out of retirement. Is Mike Tyson and Roy Jones? Tyson and foe. <laughs> Roy Jones and also Evander Holyfield. <laughs> okay, yeah, Chris, can you clarify that? Because I thought that Mike Tyson was fighting somebody no. else, and now it's somebody else. So Mike Tyson was supposed to fight Roy Jones Jr. I didn't know that but, changed, uh, but I think that fell through. Really? Um, and now, but I, toward, like when that news came out where he was going to fight Roy Jones Jr., it also came out that Evander Holyfield is actually coming out of retirement also to fight. So now there's a whole bunch of speculation that they may do Tyson and, and um, 
and Evander Holyfield again, which would be fucking crazy. I mean, Your they're they're word, old, they're all shit, but <laughs> actually no, no. Tyson looks in much better shape than Evander Holyfield does now. Yeah, but still, there it'll be two viejos freaking punching each other. Well, it wouldn't be a, a, what's that movie? Was it with De Niro and somebody else? And, oh, with um, Stallone, right? Stallone. Yeah, I think Maybe, it was. Yeah, it was. I think it was Stallone. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that, what this, that's what that fight is going to be. <laughs> Tyson is in way better shape than De Niro was in there. So, <laughs> if you go on um, Legend Legends Only League, which is I think Mike Tyson's league, uh, I think he's doing like a whole thing. It says Tyson versus Joan November twenty eighth, but he was in the original fighter, was he? Right? Yeah, no, he was. So Roy who Jones was versus Tyson? So you said Holyfield. It was the but there was I, somebody else. What's uh? No, Holyfield said he he was he came out of retirement. Yeah, was that man? it? They, no, he no, was fighting somebody no, else. That was that was the first Roy. fight. Yeah, no, that was the first fight that Tyson was supposed to do. Uh, Tyson versus uh, Logan Paul's uh, uh coach, whatever. No, no, coach. What? Uh, let's go, champ. Whatever the fuck his name is. Oh, yeah, they, were to, they were supposed to fight bare knuckle. Does anyone remember that? I do not remember that. That's crazy shit. They were supposed to. They signed something to fight bare knuckle. I, I don't think they signed. It. I think it was a in the ring. I don't, not yeah. in the street, Jose. <laughs> I don't know. Bare, bare knuckle fighting. <laughs> I don't know. Um, the, but then boxing. that changed. So it's now it's Tyson versus Roy Joe Jr. But I thought that fell through. So if you're but saying that, we have to figure out who else he was gonna fight. Saw, that's bother me. I saw no, it's Roy Jones that, Jr. It was I saw some time. news that they were saying that Roy Jones Jr. might not fight. That he might pull out. And then I saw that. The guy who was originally supposed to fight in bare knuckle, uh, I can't remember his name. The the same guy you were talking about who's gonna fight. Um, Let's go, champ. Was yeah, was willing to take the fight. He said he's ready to go. He's not gonna back so, down from a fight. So I guess Roy Jones, if he is the guy who he was gonna fight originally. Yeah, he is. No, you see, I'm okay. So you said Holyfield came second or first? He was I, never, he was never scheduled to fight Evander Holyfield. I'm really? just saying that around yeah. I'm just saying that around the same time, Evander also said that he's going to come out of retirement to fight. The whole time it was supposed to be Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. And I believe that's still on after you just read that report. Yeah, because for some reason I was I've been going to Holyfield's uh, IG page and he's been training, so mm-hmm. I thought he was going to be the matchup. So okay, cool. So let's go to uh, Roy Jones. So I don't have the exact quote, but <laughs> there, I guess somebody brought it up right now. He was basically telling the people like, "Yo, I've been watching Tyson's <laughs> training videos, and I'm scared myself." So I think he might be backing out low key. But like you said, it might still be go- going on because it's still up on the on the IG page as November 28th. But whoever wouldn't shock me, right? Like <laughs> either way, Mike Tyson's gonna be fighting somebody, and RIP in peace. <laughs> <laughs> whoever that is I, I have this conversation often with my dad while we're watching um, boxing mm-hmm. I'm like yo like how was it seeing Tyson fight back in the day and my dad my dad watched Tyson through his whole career is like that is the scariest man I've ever seen <laughs> and I was like I, I've seen Tyson on Instagram he can take at least 75% of the heavyweight division now because a lot of them are fucking bums and Tyson is just a different animal he's just a different beast so I was like, yo, he could really just take another one of these people in the division and fight if, if anyone backs out. I believe that Tyson could beat them. Other than what, like the, the, the like Tyson, we want to see Tyson versus Tyson? <laughs> Tyson? Tyson on Tyson? No, 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 no. no. Tyson I'm, on Tyson? He's not oh ready for that. God. He's not ready for that. 
Word, he's not ready for Mike Tyson. I, I heard for this um for this fight, there's no knockouts. That's what I heard as well, but then I heard it was a rumor. So I haven't. Well, I mean, you can't stop a knockout. That's what they're saying. Like, what am I supposed to do? No, like... They were saying um, there's, no, there's a no knockout rule. That's for. Well, I don't. I mean, I saw like if you get knocked down or if you get like cut or something, then they'll stop the fight. But I think it's impossible to like say yeah, no. Knockout. That's so a knockout. stupid. A knockdown <laughs> fight. Yeah. But a knockout. Yeah. Well, a knockdown. I mean, could you imagine getting disqualified for knocking somebody out? Like. <laughs> <laughs> It's Start interesting. Excessive. <laughs> that's it. That's it. You lost. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting to like because we've been seeing Tyson, Mike Tyson, on the scene for the last two years. Like he's been doing podcasts. He's been like chilling, and you know, every time people ask him, like, "Yo, like, how was it when you were fighting?" He he always says that he never wants to go to that place mentally because it's it's it takes over him he has no control of that person that person's dangerous so it's crazy to hear that like a year ago to now here we are again <laughs> like fight mode um and i remember he was on the joe rogan podcast and they were talking like like what made you take this fight or whatever and i think aside from charity because i think it is a charity fight mm-hmm, um he was saying like he just started working now because like he he started his clothes started to not fit him so he started to feel like too big. So his his wife was like, "Well, why don't you just go on the treadmill like 15 minutes a day?" And then he said that 15 minutes a day turned into two hours a day, and then eventually, literally from like April till uh to August, this man got extra fit. Like that's mm-hmm. not a long time though, yeah, especially no. at his age, and especially. To be at like he doesn't look like he doesn't look good for his age. He looks good, <laughs> like that's even the weirder part. Like this man looks like he's he's back on day. Those boxing, those boxing training, and those and those regimens oh, are fucking imagine. crazy. Like I, I think I think we've all attempted a boxing class or like or something like that. Boy, you're out of breath in oh, yeah, fucking two minutes. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah, shit yeah. is so tough. So it is tough. It, it's not it's not surprising that he got fit so quick because that shit is crazy. Yeah, because he said like the video that went viral uh, a year ago where he's like behind a counter and he's like showing somebody yeah, like a quick in the white polo. Yeah, yeah, he said that after that video, he was in bed for like a week because everything was sore and like <laughs> he like pulled something in his like waist or some shit. So after that, he was like, "Nah, I gotta get on my shit again or whatever." Um, but how crazy is it that even the opponents you signed up and now you talk about you scared? <laughs> <laughs> You fucked up. <laughs> you should have been scared since day one, dog. Right. Yeah, work, bro. You should have signed up. That's, that's crazy. <laughs> but... No knockout rule. That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. No, you're you're going to punch him and then, oh, that was, that was too hard. Right. <laughs> Let me hold it back. I don't know. People were saying. He's, he's inspiring a whole class of old men boxers. Because oh. after that shit, after the Tyson and, and Jones, after Evander Holyfield come out, then a whole bunch of fucking bullshit talks between Conor McGregor and Oscar De La Hoya pop oh, off. On, I did hear about Oscar. Twitter. Dog, this man, this man Tyson is gonna inspire all these viejos to come back and <laughs> and attempt to make a comeback or one last fight or some shit like that. Well, but, I didn't know about boxing, but he definitely is inspiring a bunch of viejos because, like you just said, <laughs> well, like I said earlier, he created the Legends League, which is gonna consist of. All sports, so like, kind of like uh, what Ice Cube did three. with like the big three, he's gonna do it for most sports, which I think is interesting. I think there's a there's a viewership for that for sure. Yeah, like, I'll, I'll be watching for sure. 
uh, depending on how big the you know the the players are and stuff. I just hope I just hope they stay safe, man. At, at their age, they can't be. <laughs> Uh, they, a puncher from a uh, punch from Tyson at that age, dog. <laughs> well, he's that, that age. <laughs> no, 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 no. You getting hit by? Well, I don't know how old Roy Jones Jr. is. I think he's. I'm thinking he's younger than him, but still, at that really? age, you don't recover like you like you do when you're 20 or yeah, 30. Bro. So, right. Hopefully, they stay safe. For a but I'm excited to watch. Facts. Well, speaking of recovering, uh, your girl Ellen DeGeneres is back out here in the streets. Oh yeah. Yeah, Jose's girl. <laughs> I, I just found out myself, honestly. Um, I found out today, but I did not know because I mean, we had this conversation a while back that we were thinking that what's his name was going to take over. Oh, uh, James uh, Gordon, yeah, James, James Gordon was going to take over, and I guess it's been on the hush low key because we haven't really heard anything about it since we talked. Um, but yeah, man, she basically. Uh, is back for season 18 of the Ellen DeGeneres show. Damn. Yeah, she's going to do it. Um, I I don't feel close to this, so I'm not going to speak emotionally on it, but I'm not going to lie. I didn't buy the 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 plea. Like, I didn't... Her monologue was, like, v- very generic and too broad. Like, like oh, you know... She did a show already. Yeah, she, uh, yeah. I guess it, it came out this week because I saw the monologue today. Interesting. Uh, so the show has uh, obviously a virtual audience. It has like big ass, <laughs> it has big ass flat screens TV all over the audience floor. So like everybody's like zoom faced up. Twitch is there um, as the co-host still. Um, so yeah, her she had like an eight to ten minute monologue in the beginning of the show, tr- addressing like the shit, but she didn't really. This is, this is most of what she said. She was talking about, like, like look, sometimes I have bad days. Sometimes I'm impatient. No, no, no. <laughs> that doesn't match the allegations yeah, that the allegations were allegations that you were a fucking nightmare to be around, bro. Like, it's not the same thing. <laughs> and she's like, I'm a work in progress. Like, fam, you've been in the industry for too long. You, Your progress have, has already worked. <laughs> but, um, so, yeah, I, I don't know if I buy the that's the thing like I don't also expect her to sit in her show and say yeah I did this and I'm sorry for this so I guess you know it's not an appro- I don't know I don't know if that's an appropriate time to say it or not but I definitely think that there should have been an interview or a place where she could have got that off before she went on the show to address it specifically and then got on the show and then done her thing because if they just let her get away, I don't want to say let her get away, but if she just approaches it, if they're going to let her approach it this way, then all that rah-rah shit that happened was basically pointless. Yeah, and it will and it will be pointless. It I, looks like I, it was. I, I, honestly, I honestly believe that she took the best approach where she just waited it out and she did it on, on the show where she's most, where she's most comfortable. Mm-hmm. Listen, in a week, she's going to give away a, a couple cars, give a kid some scholarship <laughs> money, and now one person's going to give a fuck about what happened yeah. this summer or, or during quarantine. I, all that bochincha is going to be for nothing. <laughs> but that that kind of bothers me, though, Dob, because, like, yeah, and you're right, Chris, that's most likely what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's like, bro, you know, she's one of those people that, like, a lot of people just kind of look at as, like, you know, role model, like, really good person, yada, yada. And then just to know she's like that, like backstage, and then to know that people have proof of it, but are still probably gonna think of her as this, like is is right. crazy. To, I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, she said they said that there was six months of legal talk with the lawyers, and 
one-on-one touch bases with a lot of the staff. Apparently, there's like 270 uh, staff members that joined in to be part of the show. But but then she she was saying like you know there was things going on that I wasn't aware of, and so and I apologize for that. Like I don't know how to take this because again, I'm not emotionally involved to it, so whatever. But the way that she's talking about it is like a lot of this shit isn't even on me. I guess I'm sorry. And a lot of the shit is on me. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know if, if like any other person that was to get canceled or has gotten canceled approached it this way, people would kill him. Yeah, and that's kind of what I was alluding to, John. Like that's that's crazy that she's gonna just kinda walk on well, that. The, you know? the way the reason why she's saying it like that because um three of, of the top execs of of the Ellen show um either got fired or or something happened because they were they had their own allegations of sexual assault with, with one of the the members of the Ellen show. So she's probably speaking on that like oh she didn't know that was okay. going on and then she was talking about her case of of people of her coworkers um being mad at her of like the way she was treating them and then she probably thought she was acting normal on, <laughs> on that. Right. <clears throat> no, it, yeah, I mean, it, it is kind of weird. When I was, I watched that same monologue thing, and I kind of felt it was, it was a, a kind of weird feeling, like seeing her, because she was like cracking jokes at the same time. Oh yeah, she was doing that. And, and I'm like, shit. it's oh, not, it's not God, the time bro. for that. Like, I know right, right. <laughs> that, that's what I mean, Jose. Like, maybe her platform in that show doesn't allow her to get her shit off that she's supposed to. But yeah. then do it before you get on, so we can like. And I, I hate talking about, I hate saying like so weekend, blah, blah, blah. But if we're going to do it, if we're going to cancel people and, you know, that rightfully need to be canceled, like let's hear them out if they're going to speak, but don't come back with like a generic statement. Like, yeah, yeah my bad for this. Cause like I said, nobody else has gotten the opportunity to just be like, yo, my bad. But season 18, though, we lit. Mm-hmm. Like, no, 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 no. I plan to Like, <laughs> Um, and she got and called, they also, she got called out um, for like because obviously she's she's very wealthy and rich and like when she was in quarantine she was like on like making videos like oh she's so bored oh, yeah. and stuff like that and people were like yo you're like this millionaire and you're like she was like making fun of the situation and stuff and like people were egging her on that and she kind of like apologized for that too like she's like oh I didn't really know what I had and and stuff like that but. Uh, that that's just petty shit though yeah. from people. She because she's a millionaire, she can't get bored. Well, no, I mean, it was uh, it was just the way she was treating it, like online and making videos of. Yeah, but people thing. also, I'm sure they're reaching for that. Um, oh. I also feel I also feel like, well, I can't. Nothing's 100 percent confirmed. These are all allegations, but I feel like most of the Ellen cast kind of. A couple of people called her out, and then I think a couple of people got their chance to be like, "Oh, you know what? Maybe I can get a piece of this, or maybe I can, maybe I could egg it on and talk a little bit more and right. see if what we can do." I'm sure she was mean, but then there, there are people that are a little soft, also that that may take it a little harder than it than it is, and may have seen a payday in this and and just boosted it up to a whole different level. So, I'm sure Ellen did most of the stuff she was talking about. Was it at a certain level that these people are saying? Hopefully not, but I don't. I don't believe so. But uh, I best it's better to say we don't know. Yeah, we don't. We don't know exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we don't we know. Don't but know. I, th- I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of it was just 
boost it up just so they can potentially get something or a, mm-hmm. a payment or something like that. That's true. It, it's interesting because let's say that was the like what. <laughs> this is gonna be weird. <laughs> we can't. Oh, we're uh, I'm trying to see. Because, again, the allegations aren't clear. Like, we just know that she was acting like OD with, like, the disrespecting and, like, a, a hostile mm-hmm. work environment. But we don't know how deep that goes, right? So, like, I'm trying to use an example, but there isn't really one <laughs> that we can work with. Um, but whatever. I guess if the air is on, if, if they're back on air, I'm assuming they work something out. There's a settlement across the team and the staff. So a whole new staff, 100%. They definitely wipe all of them. <laughs> like, you but you see then, I feel like we would have seen people like getting off on Twitter or some shit like, oh, I got fired because I of all that. Unless they got paid off to be on the hush wish because that's also a possibility. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess hopefully whatever staff they have now, you know, everybody, it is a, a better work environment because we're not going to really know. But we do know it's Hollywood and we know Hollywood is fucking nuts. For, for you guys who don't know it's disgusting it's one of the worst businesses morality is out the window 100% <laughs> no matter what type of entertainment industry you're in you just gotta be strong minded and have hella thick skin to get into that industry can uh, we talk know. about a little bit of basketball a little what, bit of basketball a little bit of basketball I mean there's been a I'm lot of basketball yep uh, and today's game was fucking crazy though so oh, that you guys don't God. know the Lakers played um Denver today, fucking crazy. Jamal Murray out here taking the fucking Lakers ankle. Dog, this man turned to Michael Jordan in the bubble. Where where did all of this where did all of this shit come from? Manny, I'm sorry. You guys are still gonna win the series. Relax. Oh my god, bro. They're still gonna win the series, but I was telling Manny, like, if you if you cut the lead down to three, dog, that should have been your game. Like well, that was three with like how many minutes? Those like, are the worst games. Those are the worst games to lose. Like the games that like are winnable within reach. Because right. it's like, bro, like you just had to close the deal. Mm-hmm. And like, I, like I don't know if I told you this, uh, like earlier when we were recording, but before we were recording, but like, dog, it's just inexcusable, bro, for like three of our best rebounders to have four combined rebounds, dog. Like how That's is right. that, fam? I couldn't believe that. I was like, AD had two rebounds. Are you kidding me? Who on that other team is jumping higher than so, they Yeah, like, so who was getting rebounds? Damn, apparently the Nuggets, because we did, they got like 20 more than we did. So apparently, apparently the Nuggets. 20 more rebounds. Uh, and you guys were turning the ball over crazy. Bam. Um, what else? The Lakers looked absolutely gassed. Yeah. Yeah. The boys were struggling. Kyle Kuzma is on the floor. To their defense, they kept coming back from 20-point leads. So I'd be gassed myself. Yeah. But uh, Rondo at the end, that boy was stealing everything. Fam, that he he Cookies. was the one that got it like within three, dog. Was Rondo, and then and LeBron not... scored like six points in like thirty seconds type shit. Yeah, like, and I don't know if y'all saw that one play where like <laughs> like the, it was off a fa- a beautiful fast break, dog, and like. Uh, I think it was Rondo passed to AD. AD, and, then, AD and right yeah, to his hands. A- AD to Kuz, and then Kuz passed yeah. it back. And I was like, Kuz, that was, what the fuck are you doing? That was you, fam. That's Kuzma, dog. Kuz, dog. Kuzma fucking freezes. He made some terrible plays down the First line all, also. He's made he's made some good ones. He's made some good ones. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, You're wearing made, a Kyle Kuzma jersey? Yes, of course. I, I, I fuck with Kyle Kuzma. <laughs> they sell those? Of course, man. I didn't know you had one, bro. Oh, my <laughs> God. Kyle Kuzma. 
Nah, he has his moments, dog. Like he's like if if you look at like a lot of our box scores, bro. Like he has like his steals, blocks, assists. Like he he does his thing, man. He's a good plus minus guy too. Uh, but anyways, in this game, like there was this one moment where like he he got the ball wide open at the three, went for the pump fake, got the pump fake, and then like went for it again and then, it, and then didn't yeah. shoot it and then shot it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. fam, if you, don't have, shit, sure. if you if you don't have the confidence to shoot it after the pump fake, don't shoot it. Dog. Pass the ball. <laughs> there's no point. Like you got to shoot that shit like you know what's going in, dog. Like there's uh, if you don't have that, like you shouldn't even be taking the shot. Uh, I mean, LeBron also had like a a, uh, a very slow start to the game because yeah. he basically got most of his points uh, third quarter forward. Yeah. But it, it, that's all that matters as long as you figure out how to turn it on within some time in the game straight. Yeah. But I did not know the the rebound stats until you told me that, which is fucking nuts. And it's in, yeah. it's not nuts, bro. It's inexcusable, dog. Oh, yeah. Like it's inexcusable. Like, fam, we're one of the best rebounding teams in the league. We have hella bigs around. How think, are we not getting these rebounds? I think AD got his second rebound in what the in, fourth in or the something? fourth in the fourth quarter. Yes, he yeah, was the first in the fourth yes. quarter. I think. Oh, did he really? They, they had both of these rebounds in the fourth. <laughs> so he went most of the game with no rebounds. That's, That's crazy. crazy as hell, man. man. Crazy as hell. Well, on the good, on the good news, LeBron won the Oscar today. Cause that. Nah, he got contact on that. It wasn't. <laughs> nah, enough to knock him down, but he did Manny, get it. Even, oh, even the all the announcers nah, he... were like, "We're laughing," cause what they know it was. A... Yeah, they were laughing, but even afterwards, they said, "Oh no, nah, he did get what hit." Quarter? What no, quarter? No, no, I'm thing. sure he did get hit, but like. That... Yeah. No, he definitely sold it. Don't yeah, get me wrong. Like he, yeah, yeah it was. That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, but if you're going like like there were the announcers were saying they have to be consistent. No, if it's yeah. over oh, the yeah, shoulder yeah. foul, I, I it's get, a flagrant I, one. I get that that sense, but like that shit was. <laughs> yeah, and like also <laughs> we're underestimating what an elbow to the face potentially feels like. <laughs> by the way, no, it's not. It's not that. I know. <laughs> I know he did get hit. You can see. The I mean, contact, The contact there, but just the the way. He like played it off. It was pretty. We're talking about Oscars. Marcus Smart wins the Oscar for biggest <laughs> flopper, but LeBron is definitely best supporting. <laughs> well, the I'm Boston squad not... needs to get the, the, the Oscar for no, yeah, best best supporting cast. I'm not gonna let you put LeBron above nah. Kyle Lowry. Patrick Beverly. Joel Embiid. Patrick Chris Beverly. Paul. Yeah. Chris Paul. <laughs> Chris yeah. Paul's a big one too. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Paul's running up. <laughs> Those dudes. Chris Paul. I mean, uh, running away with it. LeBron James is just the best player to flop. <laughs> that's, that's really what it is. So yeah. you see it more. That's true. I'm not. I'm not going to debate you on that. <laughs> he's the best that's player true. to flop. And the thing with LeBron is he's so damn big. If he doesn't sell a call, he won't get it. That's true. Because if you think yeah. about it, this dude's getting hit, and if he really wanted to, he'll brush off 95% of the hits. Yeah, like, and that's hit. that's a lot of big guys, though. That's why, like, with him, like, I, 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 I like he does flop, but I, I let him get the pass, dog, because I'm like, fam, you have to sell it. Like, they, they won't call shit it's on you. It's part of the game now. Yeah. It's part yeah, of the yeah, game. No, everyone sells it. Yeah. Yeah, it's part of the game. But before well, we when you that. make it too obvious, it just, it's just that. It's well, just it's because, more because, obvious on the replay. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's more obvious because he's so big. You know what I mean? He's probably like flopping the same way other guys are, but it's just, <laughs> he's so big that it's like, fam, we don't believe that that affected you like that. Who's that, that guy from the Celtics? The uh, Marcus, Marcus Smart. Oh my god! Now that boy oh, be slipping and sliding. <laughs> we need Jose to learn oh, basketball. I don't know, I <laughs> this man doesn't know anybody. This man goes the guy with the yellow shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the one that got the timeout? <laughs> I don't know what his name. Well, before we go to the Boston side, uh, we we can't we got to give credit to Jokic though. Jokic is like 
Jokic. He's figuring it out against the Lakers, which is to be honest, crazy. bro. Like you're right, give credit to Jokic, but I knew Jokic yeah, was good. Jamal Murray, I didn't know if he could be this no, yeah, good, yeah. this good late in the fucking. first series, at first series against the Jazz, he was yeah. him and Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, they they, they were going 50, at 50, it. Dog. 50, 50, 50, 50. Yeah, no, oh, he can play. The bubbles crazy. Yeah, he he can fucking play though. The Jamal Mitchell, like he Jamal Murray, sorry. Jamal he, Mitchell, <laughs> yo, perfect player. The company Donovan, Donovan Murray. <laughs> dog, but yeah, Jamal Murray, dog, like he. As much as I hate to say it, he fucking earned my respect this series, dog. I was like, nah, this kid can play, man. I can't. For sure. I can't nah, he has a dagger play. shot, dog. I'm just wet. And he yammed that shit down in the fourth. Yeah, and, and that that fam. Dog, again, you can ask anybody that watched the game with me. When he hit that shot in the fourth quarter, I literally out loud, I was like, nah, this game. Like (laughs) after that shot, I was like, that was the dagger. They're they're not coming back from that, bro. You said you said Paul George. You said Yeah, I said I I hit the ball game shot for Jamal Murray. If you guys want to talk about something before we go to the East, we we should talk about (laughs) Paul George. You guys hear George George Paul. This man gave a speech to the Clippers, I guess after they, they lost. And they said that there was Clippers players that that were like rolling their eyes and didn't they even were, like yeah. really care about what he was they saying. They were dismissing it completely, really? dog. Yeah, but fam, if you played like that and then tried to give me a rah rah speech, are you kidding me, bitch? Like what you're the man right up. here, dog. Get the fuck out of here, man. Like yeah, that. Uh, I'm sure we all know, but we just got to say it. Apparently, like some of the some of the players from the Clippers feel like they're as good or better than Paul yes. George. Yes. So, like, so your thing, like, for you to be like, let's relax. Eh, no, I rather, no. I rather definitely play, pass the, the ball playoffs, to Lou Williams than to Paul George. In the playoffs, Paul George did not show up, but in does, the regular season, does, these players what, are not better than Paul George. Though? It is Kawhi, of but course he, it does, because you got to get to the playoffs first of all. But Chris, okay, to, but, to defend, I mean, Chris, to defend your point, seven, so. Yeah, but to defend your point, Chris, like a lot of the That's other guys that didn't show up in the playoffs either. Like Trez, like didn't really have a good playoffs. Uh, Lou Williams only had like one or two good games. Like he didn't really have games like that, dog. On the Clippers, it's Kawhi than Paul George. Is there any other debate? Can someone else? I mean, statistically, Montrez, yeah. I, I do. Harrell is great, but but I, I do think it's closer between Paul George and the other guys than it is between Kawhi and Paul George. Oh, for sure. No, like for sure. I, I, I would say that. But these people are saying that they're that they're listen. Paul George has been great for most of his career. I, I, I think yelling I, at Manny, Paul George overrated for the last four years. Every time yeah. we go to Manny's house, I'm like overrated. Yeah. Every time, I'll, I'll say he's good. <laughs> I, I wouldn't put him great. Though. I, I, I would, I would say he's great. He definitely didn't show up. He definitely didn't show up for this it, series. But I think he's a great player in the in the playoffs. There's no way you're gonna talk to me after you play like that, especially after you're supposed to be regarded as one of the best players, and you're supposed to be and the guy after to help that. Fat trade, fam. That dog. The, the after giving team, away your future for, gone for Paul George, dog. Oh and then you come goodness. and you play like that. Don't talk to me. So and now, after saying you're trying to win this year, my fault, John. <laughs> oh yeah. So let's do a little deeper dive, like of, of some of the other things that are coming out from the Clippers standpoint, right? So we're hearing like, well, you know, chemistry. This is our first year, so you know, you know, blah blah blah. 
Uh, not really. Like a lot of teams, this is their first time also on the court together. I believe AD. Bill yeah. McGee, Anthony Davis, uh, Danny yeah. Green, uh, Dwight Howard, uh, Markeith Morris. Yeah. These are all guys that are a regular part of the Lakers lineup that is their first time playing together. And a lot came yeah. like midseason type shit. Yes, dog. And Rondo. No, no, Rondo was here last year. But mm-hmm. still, bro. And other, other teams had – like there's come on that's that's not an excuse. Other teams had uh same situation. I just can't remember off the top of my head. Fam, and we're missing um, a starter. <laughs> right. Also, there were saying there were talks of um. Yeah. Oh yeah, so like they were acting too cocky to then have this performance, like the load management situation, the uh, Paul George and Kawhi not showing up to practices. Like it was the, too much the, of a deal. The dying, dying, laughing at uh, Damian Lillard, Damian Lillard. The free throw. The Patrick Beverly telling Steph Curry mid-game, "Hey, yo, y'all had the last five years. We got the next five. Like, <laughs> fam, it was a lot. It was a lot of shit. Right. Like yelling at the fans, "Hey, what, where y'all going? Where y'all going? Like they were a cocky fucking team this year, bro. Right, for no right. fucking reason. <laughs> yo. Right. So, how do you? So you know. The first first thought is like, oh, well, they just go to another team because Paul George and Kawhi doesn't have to be there because uh, of their contract. But where else do they go? Like, if Kawhi goes to another team, he looks bad because he's just gonna keep jumping from team to team to team to team. To till- I think I think his contract is for next year, and then the third year is an option. So on the third no, year, it, he can leave. Wait, no, yeah, you're right. It's two one, two one an option. Yeah, two one an option. And for I think both? Same, both. I think Paul George. Paul George maybe three. Or he might nah, be too, they, they, they have the leave. same. They have the same. Why is everyone so quick to break this team up? I mean, uh, listen, this listen, one hundred percent. This was a failed year. They were they were at least supposed to get to the Western Conference Finals one hundred percent, and they did not. So but failed a, year because of themselves, though, not because of like. Yeah, of course. Well, they can't. Not because put of on the talent. No, yeah, exactly. They can't put on anyone else. They just the didn't thing, show up. Go I ahead. think because. I mean, you got to consider breaking them up because you have nothing left to, like... Like, you no. have no future in in the Clippers. Like, you gave away all your picks. You mm-hmm. have really no no one's there for a long time. Kawhi got two years. Bro, Paul George no. is two, yeah, well, no. one year now. And so, like, if you don't trade these players when, they're, when they have some value and you just let them get to the end of their contract, they could just walk and you could get nothing. Well, and you're stuck with... Oof. Do you go that way, Asya, or do you buckle down and just restructure everybody's role in this team? Yeah, like, like and not only that, but like they like what they're because re- the thing is like they tried to like like bring in Kawhi and then like you know put some good pieces around him, but like Kawhi isn't like like a LeBron that can like you know lead. coordinate a fucking offense. You know what I mean? Like he he's not like that. So he needs somebody that's like that. He needs like a good like point guard. That like can actually like dictate the offense, not like fucking Pat Beverly. I've been screaming he's over like like John, but with Patrick Beverly, I've been screaming he's overrated for the last like I don't even know how long. But like they need somebody who can really like just run that offense, man, and and make it all work and bring it all together. If it, but the thing is, like, what's their cap even looking like though? Because I don't even think they have cap space like that. I mean, Steve Ballmer is gonna slide some of his own money. <laughs> he's gonna have your to, contract is gonna say twenty bucks, yeah, but I'm gonna slide. He you got pick. that. They just don't have any Brilliant. picks. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't think that the they need to trade or whatever. I just think that they need to buckle down and first two people to get talked to, uh, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, y'all gotta show up to fucking practice. Load managed, y'all ain't work, y'all ain't playing forty something games this year. Y'all playing seventy something to eighty something. So like it's just because that's the only way you build chemistry. 
Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, not only do you do it on the court, but you have to do it on the practice field, on the court. And, like, so, yeah, in theory, if they weren't such divas, it'd be like, yeah, first year together, it is what it is. But because they came with all the bullshit they came with and and acted the way they acted to then lose in this manner, now you're like, it's like like somebody who talks shit, but they're good. You'd be like, oh, but they're good. Like, but now you can't talk shit and then lose. Now you're just like stuck in some other loophole yeah, right there. Facts. I just think they need to hold on. Just give it. Yeah, I mean, I think that's. Season. I think that's probably the only option that they have really is because because they can't really do anything else. But I may understand why people are saying maybe consider moving some shit around because I heard there's a rumor, no future. I heard a rumor that apparently they might, and I don't even know how they would make the money work, oh, but they're they're looking yeah. to trade for Joel Embiid. Which oh, I didn't, I didn't see yeah. that. I yeah, saw that they were that they were gonna trade for Giannis. Yeah, did I saw that, but that? I, yeah, but I didn't believe that. But I did see that. I did see that. Yeah. How the how the mm-hmm. fuck you would have to trade the owner's house? That's a to, yeah. <laughs> that's a fat trade, dog. Yeah. The Clippers don't have players to make that work. They yeah. They already gave everything up for Paul George. Like, what are you gonna you're gonna trade? All oh, the George. key pieces of your your Clippers Trade some team. players, players and some cash. I like who? Who you who you gonna trade? I'm for? not the owner. <laughs> One I'm not the owner. Well, I'm pretty sure uh, Marcus Morris is on a one. I don't know if he's yeah, on he's a one-year trade. Nah, he's, 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 he's done. Yeah, he's, he's a free done, agent. right? He's a free agent. Yeah. And right, Montrez so. too. And Trez. Isn't Lou Will a free agent too? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I don't think he'll leave. I don't think Lou Will will risk yeah. his six man of the year award yeah. to go play somewhere else and be a starter. Yeah, I don't think. I mean, I don't think they have the pieces to get Giannis, but I'm just saying that's the report I heard. But it would I have mean, to be for a couple of players and a, a lot of idea, cash. But yeah, I don't think they got to do all that. I think they just got to play as a team for more than one year and practice together. <laughs> but the thing fine. is, dog, like. They, they they have to make at least one move. They they at least have to acquire somebody because like what killed them against the Nuggets was the size, and that's gonna kill you in the Western Conference period, dog. Because there's so many lit bigs in the West, bro, that you need like somebody who can be down. And they, they tried to do a fucking joke in Noah. I, I don't understand why, but they tried, and it, it obviously didn't work out. But they have to try to get somebody like that. That's why the Embiid thing, like, even though I don't know how he fit in that offense, like it kind of made a little sense to me because I'm like, that gives you your size, a guy who can defend on there, like. Yeah, it'll be weird though, because if Kawhi likes the the mid range game, and if if Joel Embiid is like straight paint mid range, yeah, and then you have an untrustworthy Paul George on the way. <laughs> you have Mister Ball game over here. Hey, Paul George, thing. Paul George will get them to the to the playoffs, <laughs> and then they just got to figure it out from there. <laughs> <All right. laughs> That'll be hilarious if they sit Paul George and they just use Joel Embiid and Kawhi <laughs> for the for the finals, <laughs> or for the playoffs. Facts. But staying within the playoffs. Shout out to the Heat, Miami Heat. Uh, what are we now? Like we only lost like two games. Both series are <laughs> two one, right? Yeah. We have the yeah, playoffs. Both both are Heat are ten and two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we we're gotta, ten and three. We got to shout out the Heat because yeah, definitely nobody thought that they would make it this far, and well, they're doing it without a superstar. Man. Not only that, oh, but, but I, I think I I see y'all talks that he 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 yeah. he's been right ever since the beginning of the season. He knows he knows that he. Well, when I mean nobody, I mean like outside of us. Yeah, outside <laughs> of us. 
But I, like also, bro, like I think their young guys deserve a lot of fucking credit, man. Because like you just don't see. I mean, I think now you're starting to see like a couple of more young guys, but not really rookies like that that are playing lit as fuck. It's literally them and Buddy from from the Nuggets. That, that's been oh, good. No, no. Uh, not Michael Carter Williams. That's always what where my fucking head goes. But Michael Porter Jr. Yes, Michael Porter Jr. Uh, but yeah, like Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, fucking killing it out there, man. They they deserve a lot of credit. Yeah, I'm a, I, I want to give credit to to Coach Spo. Oh, oh yes, yes, so yes. top three man. in the fucking league, bro. Absolutely. I don't want to hear. Top three in the league. 100%. Imagine if he had the roster that any of any these of other these teams dog. had. Oh my god, it'd be a wrap. Sure, dog. At the the fact that he hasn't won another coach of the year, dog, to me is a fucking shame. Like I thought he should have deserved votes that year where y'all like. Y'all, y'all started the year like with a horrible record, and then went like yeah, thirty-four we went and ten, like after the All Star mm-hmm. break, it was some crazy ass record. Like, mm-hmm. like I thought that year he deserved um, Coach of the Year votes. The fact no, that yeah, he still has a guy that, like, yeah, that that, that dude can coach, man. That dude can coach. I don't know when the people are watching this. We got a game tomorrow. Not sure how to feel about it. <laughs> and he's in a little different different predicament because he's in. He, he's also two one with the Lakers, but his two one, his two wins were. At least, like, decisive. I mean, the last game, they kind of let it slip away towards the end. They needed a big shot by AD, but but the first game, you dominated. The second game, it was dominated it for was most of the game. Yeah. That wasn't the case with the Heat. The Heat were down, I think, by right. 15 in both those – well, in all three games now. And so I don't like the fact that we have to play from behind. Like Jimmy said, he, he said that he's tired of playing from behind. He gets old. So I feel like we'll we're getting used to that. <laughs> narrative yeah, I don't like, want to get used to that. Yeah, like, we're like, it. oh, we're down. We know the heat. We'll be back up in the third quarter. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I like it for the confidence because it's like, oh, we've been here before. We know what we got to do. And even the game, we were down by a whole lot in in that third game. And we were we were like, we brought it down to, I think, within seven. If Duncan would have hit that free throw, we, we had possession. We could have cut that game to three with like 50 seconds left. That would have been huge. But we, I, I don't know. I like the confidence that we have, but just uh, – I respect Boston as much as I hate Boston. I respect them, so I'm not gonna talk too too soon. But hopefully, we can pull out a W. I think I think we have what it takes, and I think our coach is smart enough to to make the adjustments needed. Yeah, and if these that's such a great team reps, both teams are so PSing. good. Yeah, yeah, the refs have been whack. Both teams are definitely dogs, and I think that's what makes it like you know a little bit. You don't want to jump the frog, but maybe it's because. I'm, I'm a Heat fan more than definitely more than a Boston fan, but I feel like our players are they they they're younger, but they wanted it more. Like we already got a game over Boston mentally, where they had that whole situation in the locker room where they're yelling at each other, or whatever. And with us, when it comes to like, it seems like you know they turned that negative into a positive. Like Jimmy, he'll he'll do the rah rah speech if he needs to, you know, to get the, to uplift the team and like. I feel like the Heat just take feedback and criticism and, you know, those negative things way better than a lot of the teams do. And they're a younger team, which is fucking really impressive. Yeah. And definitely talks to the, the, the Heat culture and, and, like you said, the coach. Um, so, I don't know. I, I guess it's just like that that feeling that I have towards the Heat, but it, it is going to be a crazy series because both teams play, like, they're really great, rough. man. Yeah. I, I, saw- I saw people – I feel like Manny's going to say the same. Go ahead, Manny. Yeah. No, I, 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 I was going to start differently. I saw a meme that said, like, uh, 
the Miami Heat are the dogs that the Clippers were pretending to be. And I was like, Bam. That was exactly what I was about to say. <laughs> oh, no way, for real? I oh, that's you. fucking lit. I knew, I knew it was going to. That's fucking lit. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. All right, we're fucking lit. He gave me the alley. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I thought that was 100% facts, man. I'm like, bro, th- this is what a team of dogs looks like, bro. Like, they're they're grimy. They're tough. Like, you know what bro. I mean? Like, they're, they're, they're not going to let you get any. Oh, yeah, Tyler Hero, man, keeps shooting, dog. <laughs> I know he was getting, like. That boy, too nice. He's definitely yeah. diversifying his team. Like, not that, bro. he's being really more yeah. versatile in his game. Yes. But just shoot the three when you need. Because he he passed on a couple of threes last game. Obviously, you know, if there's a better play, you know, make that call. But just let that shit, let that shit go. <laughs> but you know make who's been a really good piece for you guys that I, I didn't think would be? Jake Crowder. Crowder. No, oh, as soon as they say Jake Crowder, can I say a bit? Yeah, uh, yellow mean, shoes, Jose. Jake Crowder, they're fucking lit for you guys, Mr. So, Asparagus so, Harry. Yeah, that's just I, ugly. I knew I knew he was gonna be good, but that three point shooting from Jake, oh, yeah. I, I yeah, wasn't was expecting crazy. him to be that wet. He plays very three. well with the team. Definitely Fair. turning into like passing to Jay, and he's probably gonna make it in type of yeah. three point shooter. Facts, facts. Yeah, let, let's see what happens. Hopefully. You know, for us, because we're Heat fans. We yeah. make it hopefully, next time you see us, well, I don't know when the next time we're recording, but hopefully, it'll be the first Heat in the finals. <laughs> well, like, yeah. it's impossible. Western <laughs> Eastern Conference Finals. <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, by the time we record again, the next video will be in the oh, finals. Yeah, meeting up with Manny's Lakers. <laughs> the Lakers and Heat. I can't believe. Nuts. I can't believe we're this close to Lakers <laughs> Heat, dog. I can't believe it, bro. Wow, All the years we've been friends, this has never happened. <laughs> <laughs> and we both got lit at the same time. <laughs> That'll be lit, whoever wins. Obviously, obviously, the hate for you guys would be more, would be a better, just because you guys are friends and you guys are from Florida, but a, a Lakers-Celtics no. classic no. rivalry. Oh, I mean, that would be, yeah, that, that would be pretty cool, too. So I don't mind, I don't mind who wins, but... Hopefully it goes your way. I'm not even gonna put heat, that into the, the atmosphere. And the, <laughs> the and the fact and the fact that the last time that either team was in the finals was against each other, like <laughs> that's fucking fire. Right, we're gonna switch gears. We got a lot to talk about. Uh, I don't know how deep we are in, but it's still a lot to talk about. Um, let's real quick uh, <laughs> talk about the Academy Awards, the Oscars. They have been on the news lately. They have. They're changing their credentials for best picture. So, you didn't hear about this, Chris? No, I didn't. I I, guess I, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> oh God! Oh, get ready. <laughs> um. So, the rules that the new rules are going to be implemented for 2024. So there's still some time. Um. I don't know why. I guess because there's a, okay. That's what because there's already been movies. Yeah. Because there's already been movies in the making. So obviously, you know, if these rules. They're too late, but I screenshotted the rules, so let me read them out. Um, so basically, it says this is this was their first statement designed to encourage equitable. Whoa, there, equalization, <laughs> equitable, equitable representation on and off screen in order to better reflect the diversity of the movie going audience. So that was like the first statement, and the first rule is having one of the lead actors or significant supporting actors to be from an underrepresented racial or ethnic group. Second, having a main storyline theme to be about an underrepresented uh, group. Third, diversifying the creatives, crew roles, and marketing teams on the film. Uh, and that was that's pretty much it. So yeah, basically, if Best Picture 2024 
has to be some type of diversification within either the storyline, yeah. the cast, or the the crew that took to build that um, film. Wait, so the, the main character so, has to be diverse? That's what you said? It's either the main character or like a strong like supporting character. So either the main Having character one of the lead actors or significant supporting yeah. actors to be from an underrepresented racial or ethnic group. Nah, so here, here's my thing, dog. <laughs> I'm all, I'm all for representation. I'm not, I don't want to completely shit on this. Um, I've been calling for more Latin superheroes my entire life, so like I, I totally fucking get it. Um, but like, if I'm, if if a movie's gonna win Best Picture, dog, it's it's just got to be the best movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, I, you know, and like to me, like adding a more diverse cast like yeah that's great for representation does it make for a better movie like it kind of depends on what the movie's about yada yada so like mm -hmm. I, I don't know man like like I, I i like their their motivations for doing this but is this really what the academy award needed or did they need like different people in the judging areas you know what i mean because i think that's the main like <laughs> like the reason why you don't get as much representation in like these award shows is probably because of that but can someone remind me who won in 2016 Oh, uh, uh, La La Land. Excuse yeah. me. Moon, Moonlight. Oh, you're fucking right. Fuck you, Moonlight. <laughs> you did it again, John. <laughs> was, Moon, was Moonlight not diverse enough? Was Moonlight yeah. not about a, a a kid that struggled with homosexuality pretty much his whole life and 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 all that stuff and pretty much what you explain are the rules now. Yo, but with, without uh, without any qualifications or without any restrictions, one. And that's exactly what they're looking for. Why the fuck are they trying to change the rules now? Nah, yeah, yeah. Like, I agree 100% with Manny. If a movie is good enough to be best movie, no matter who the fuck is the actor or what's a, what it's about, it should be nominated for best movie. Stop putting these rules yeah, on. You, you don't even have to go that far back. Last year, wasn't it Parasite yes, that Parasite, won? Even though yes. I don't agree with that. Yeah. With the movie, I don't think it should have won, but... Yeah, I mean, Fam, it was literally like a, 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 a yeah. movie with a different race completely. That's and right. Then, Fucking, yeah, yeah Paris. Yeah. And a different, a different language. Yeah. Like, fam. Like. Well, now that you guys say that, do you think that that's why they're changing it? Because they're seeing the success of that type of film? And they're trying to, like, you know. But that's know. so stupid. They're, they're because just, they didn't have, they didn't have to do that. If they're already winning, yeah. Like, yeah. If, if those movies are already they're winning, just like, why, why not, change the rules? They're trying to appeal to all the markets and not get called out like they've been getting of called course. out. But this is a horrible way to go about it because you're just changing the way we're going to make movies now. Like, you're forcing yeah. to have a diverse main cast and, like, you could have a diverse cast, but, like, to focus it on only has to be the main two win the best picture. Like, to pander to yeah, that. That's, like, yeah, well, we yeah. need Very a forced. white, we need a black, we, we need, need a, a black Eastern. guy. That's that's more racist, yeah. bro. Right. Like, are you kidding me? Now I'm making my movie, like, no, not enough blacks. Like, like dog, mm -hmm. that's ridiculous, dog. Uh, yeah, and so, to me, like, uh, like, I've been, like, a big, I'm a big, like, so, for example, like, let's say I'm trying to fill a role and, like, Tom Hardy pops in my head, he's like, bro, that's the perfect guy. And then I look at the cast and I'm like, nah, too many white people. Too many white people. <laughs> call, call, call Tanjiro. Like, like, you know, like, I don't, I don't know, man. It just don't make a lot of sense to me. The fun, I don't want to say the funny thing, but ironically, a lot of minorities are speaking out on like, fam, we want to be equal, which means we want to be treated equally. So if Buddy was another race had a better audition than me just give it to him because he had the better audition exactly, that's how you treat us equally like yeah. by equal opportunity um now i will say this manny which you kind of touch on yeah this is a way i can see what they're trying to do is just the wrong approach in our uh opinion but i think 
this is an assumption and a conspiracy that I feel like I, I'm seeing and I and I did hear this across the internet. What if they're trying to do this shit so that they're trying to be like, oh yeah, yeah, tell them that you know that the, the squad and the and the cast and the thing has to be uh, diversified and they have to blah blah blah, but yet everybody at the top who's still calling the shots is all white people. Yeah. So what if this is their way to like pay to do that distraction of like, well, let's just give them this diversification Bro, down getting, here, but yeah. keep the board. It's getting around the problem. It's getting around the problem. It's literally what it is. The problem is that you don't have enough diverse people up there. You know what I mean? Like, it's, uh, I don't know, man. Because you have, like, Kanye West, which will transition um, right after this topic, uh, you know, fighting to be at the board of Adidas and stuff like that. Like, we need to be at the boards. We don't don't just want to make money for you. We need to get a piece of the pie, all the minorities. So that that just seems to be, like, something that I've been hearing, like, you know, that is coming off of like yeah let's distract them with this these things that they'll like but let's keep our 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 frat house like us so that nobody like takes a like bats an eye on like what's going on up here type of situation so yeah i, I don't like what they're doing with that like 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 i said that's definitely they're just trying to appeal to the times and like not trying to get canceled as the oscars and stuff like that cuz like there was a couple like, but is that what they're doing, Doc? Because no, it's yeah, been years. No, the, the thing is, because they've missed so many times. I'm saying because they like almost every year that there's an Oscar, like, the, the mm-hmm. exception of last year and the other year before, like they've been called out because um the the ones who have won like or who have been nominated for um, best male actor, best actress, or best movie, ha- they have all been white, and like there are uh, hardly is. Different, yeah, but that's not a new thing. That's I know there's not a new for thing, most of it. but it's been most of it. But they've been called out because of that, and then mm-hmm. you even have uh, people speaking out about that, and that's why they did have to change some type of things. But them going out this route, this route is gonna change the whole way people make movies now. Like it's, it's definitely gonna be forced, and you're gonna see it. So I think that that should be revised and should be looked at and talked more. To try to see like how is a better way to do it. Yeah, and I wonder why, why it only qualifies for best picture. Yeah. Like, That's I mean, I, uh, I mean, everybody's striving to have a best picture, so it's not like people are like, all right, well, this movie's not going to be best picture so we don't need to go by the diversification yeah, that, <laughs> like, what that's the another that's another <laughs> weird thing too because like if if a if a if a movie is really great and it doesn't have a hundred percent diverse cast that's not going to automatically be on it because of their rules so like I don't know that's is weird and oh, what's I'm trying to think like because okay so they want diverse cast for these Oscar movies but I feel like at least 75% of the time most Oscar movies aren't like common people maybe us because we love talking about like films and stuff but most people don't even care about the movies that are nominated for Oscars so having that's a diverse true. cast what is that really going to do and that sure. and that too, like let's say if you put that role for 2024, Parasite won last year. That's all one type of race. That's out of the arts, guys. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> so like, how's that gonna even happen? I don't know. It's just it's just Oscars year after year. They're always pressured to change something, and they finally cracked because usually usually the argument is that the women directors usually don't win at a at a best director or something like that. So like. 
So, like, they want rules to change. But I go back to the point that Manny made. Like, shouldn't it be equality? Shouldn't everything be equal? I, I this this point gets me hot. So I'm gonna try to calm down <laughs> because because I love because um there were two women directors that were nominated last year for best movie, uh, Greta Gerwig and and another one that made what's the movie with Aquafina? Uh, she goes back oh. to I read the name. damn what I the fuck is that? Yeah, you, you guys know what I'm talking about. I love those movies. I absolutely love those movies. I thought those movies deserved to be best picture. Uh, in the best picture category but out of all of the movies that dropped last year which was we were fucking blessed last year with with best picture movies yeah I it was not that. it was not the best i'm sorry it, it was not the best and every year they get upset that they don't win like you got you have some fucking crazy crazy competition you're going against and people just always get mad and get offended like listen this guy worked his ass off to make one of the best pictures, and, and that's what he's here for. And if he won, don't get upset because he put in that work. And now they just want to keep changing these rules. The best pictures, the best movies should be in that category, re- regardless of whatever it is, who's in the cast. Dog, it's, okay, so it's, you're getting me, away from equality. You're getting away from it. Okay, but let's not be not this unfair to... We can't be arrogant to also not state that there's definitely fucked up shit going on in the Hollywood system, which means mm. that women haven't gotten a lot of opportunities as well. So if you can't even get the opportunity, that like you're not even going to allow that girl, that 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 woman to, who couldn't give a best picture to give a best picture because she ain't gonna get the job. So I guess you're not wrong in the whoever has the best picture should win, but it's a deeper rooted problem that starts from within the industry and that's where it comes to like opportunity wise like I think that's the problem so the Oscar damn I don't know now that I think about no, it no, I under, you, you, def, you definitely just made a great point that it's definitely it, it goes deeper than that but it's usually after the Oscars and there's a woman nominated and she doesn't win there's a bunch of women like feminists and all that stuff and they just they just berate the Oscars for them not winning but like she was up against seven of the other like best movies of the year like no, I'm just trying to think like luck, I'm trying like... to think of the 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 process of the Oscar, right? So so we're just bullshitting here. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if women don't get roles like that, so now we have to make the if minorities and, and women don't get the roles, okay, so now you have to diversify. It seems like a logical move, but it's it could still be attacked better. You know what I'm saying? Cuz th- diversifying a cast is great. But I guess in the creative process is where it, it conflicts with the person's intentions. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 what if somebody has a great story about an all-girl school, and like, you know what I'm saying? Like, who are you gonna throw in a guy in there just because there's too many women in the film? Like, yeah. it's gonna get confusing. It's it's gonna be. Oh. This is an impossible solution, and it's gonna be very random, and it probably won't ever happen. What if we just made all directors anonymous <laughs> until after? A lot, that's what made, happened made in the anonymous. A lot of writers back in the day were anonymous because they were colored and not getting, you know, their scripts yeah. uh, taken or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I was about to make a joke like, low key, Marvel movies are going to do great. <laughs> all the Avengers movies are going to be lit because you got all the types of races all in that. Doing, we'll see how many get nominated. <laughs> Latinos. 
Now uh, the Avengers and the Marvel movies are going to be the only movies in the Best Picture category. Nope, there's well, no Latinos. Tenet, Tenet is definitely going to be nominated then, because that shit had everyone. That had that had yeah, uh, John David Washington, Robert Pattinson. It had uh, people from India, people from Korea, it's a whole bunch of shit. Yeah, so I know. Maybe, maybe Nolan was woke. Maybe he knew about the rules <laughs> before. Before. He but you see, when you say that, came back from the future, told his younger self to make a movie. But you see, when you say that, then it doesn't sound like an impossible thing to accomplish. It's not so what makes it? Of course or... not, because there are, there are tons of talented, talented um, actors and actresses. But it's just like if you have someone in mind. When when directors write movies, they usually have someone in mind, and mm. so like it's kind of gonna it's gonna change their writing process, or it's gonna I also, change the, I also but, think it depends on the film because Tenet is such a big film that you know you're gonna have a crazy cast, but when you have like a, a film that what can I who can I what, what's a film that is only really involving just certain characters that are like without these two there's no movie. Um, you, that's what I'm trying to say is not every film it's not noticeable in the tenant because there's so many parts involved that it's natural to just have different looks of uh, different type of people in the movie but I guess when it's a more artsy film or where, or where it's more like uh, relationship based or uh, you know what I'm saying that's where I guess, I guess it gets a little bit more tough I don't know though. this is a crazy situation right, right now I guess Inception the- is I think it's pretty yeah, hell yeah. That's uh, but those are right. big storylines that consist of a lot of people. I'm trying to think of more like, I don't want to say La La Land because it, it, it's, but it's like, you know, it's like Emma and Sebastian, like just two people, think, everybody else doesn't matter. It's probably worse when it's a big group. If it's like Inception and there's not more types of people, I think it was Inception. I think pretty sure everybody's white in that movie. No, they, had, they, had, yeah. um, they had the, the guy from India. What the hell's his name? That helped him. I don't remember his name, but he they had a they had an Indian guy helping them. And isn't um, the isn't the first part? Isn't the guy isn't the guy like um Chinese? I don't oh, know what race Sato? he was. Yeah, in, in the beginning of the movie. Maybe. I'm just thinking. I'm trying to think of movies. I don't know why. I, don't, be, I guess because we were talking about Nolan. But another point is, I think that these directors and writers are pretty much woke and are about the times now too that I think they were going to start mixing that in anyways. I don't I don't think that that yeah. the Oscars needed to put these um these limitations and these rules on them. I I think that they they know what the times are. They know what should be in movies and like who should who they should start involving even if they didn't have them in mind, they they would probably go the extra mile. I I think that without the rules they would have started to do this anyway, uh diverse their their characters and and stuff like that. But and now they're pretty much forced to. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how. Well, again, this is 2024, and like I said, I'm assuming it's in the future because you can't stop what's already been in the process yeah. as of recent. Um, but I do want to hear what people, what people in the industry say, like the actors themselves, the directors, the screenwriters themselves. It's gonna be tough, man. A lot of as an artist myself, a lot of art comes from personal experiences because some people want to point out struggles in a certain community. Some people want to talk about those things. So it's like now a best picture can't be about a struggle of a certain race or a struggle of a certain, you know what I'm saying? Like, so it is going to be interesting to see. What about the movie? What about the movies that have already been written and 
and are projected to come out during those times and, and have actors and stuff like that, they got to go back and, and, and start thinking about recastings. And Well, I guess, like I said, this is best picture, right? I mean, everybody wants to have the best picture, but we all know what an Oscar movie looks like, right? Yeah. So, you know, like the Avengers are not really going for like a best picture, the, the DC. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess this is only talking to a specific pe- uh, part of the industry that, that drops from like November to like January something, like mm-hmm. the people who drop Oscar movies within that time frame. Maybe they'll change it. Maybe there'll be a petition. Maybe they leave it. <laughs> I guess we're going to have to find out. There's 20, there's going to be four years till, till we see. Um, but speaking within, staying within industry insiders, moving from movies to music, our guy Kanye West is on a mission right now. Uh, is it a selfish mission? Is it a <laughs> everyone mission? That's up for debate. And it's only up for assumption because obviously we don't know what Kanye's intentions are. But we could talk about this really quick. Kanye West right now is fighting for um, uh, artists' masters. So for those who don't know, there's only a couple of artists ever lived and who are in the current times that own their masters, such as Beyonce, Chris Brown, Jay-Z. Those are just like three off the top of my head. I'm sure there's a couple uh, other more. Um, but yeah, basically, it's this is something that's going to sound weird if you guys don't know really about music. But unfortunately, my song isn't my song if I'm signed to a label. It's it's percentage of it is mine, but most of the percentage, if not all of the percentage, is the labels. Why? Because they probably funded how, where and how I recorded it. They probably paid for the studio time. They probably paid for the producers and the writers to come and help me out. So they own the masters, which means they don't need to talk to me about when and where they're going to place my record. They can place it in a movie. They can place it in a commercial. They can place it on a kids now 53 mm-hmm. <laughs> if they want to. And yes, I basically, <laughs> and I have no say on it if I don't own my masters. So Kanye was literally one of the most important artists of all time does not own his masters and has not a legacy act contract, which means is that the contract is not in his favor, which is most contracts. But when you're at a Kanye West level, that should not be the case. So yeah, you can blame most of it on him and his lawyer, because obviously you know what you're signing, but Saying here we go again. The industry is so dirty that lawyers could be in cahoots with other lawyers, could be in cahoots with other uh, uh, members of the labels and shit. So they might bypass and read and not tell you about a certain clause or about a certain fee that you didn't know about. So that's why we can't talk too much about the the, the inners of the contract. But I wanted to say is that this fight is nearly impossible because you're literally talking about restructuring like a system that's been around longer than all of us have been here and is literally made for only a certain people to make the most money and it's I don't want to compare it to like it's not like I'm not going to compare it but an example is like the 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 court system right now that in America like it's literally meant for minorities to fail 
like and not to not have opportunities or to be oppressed like it's pretty similar in the music industry like you're literally signing your rights away you're literally signing most of your life away most of your money um just and they just give you fame and kind of like hope that that you you're distracted by that so i don't know how possible this fight will be but i'll tell you right now if kanye uh fights enough to make any changes to this Kanye West is officially in my eyes will be one of the most important humans to have lived on this earth if he manages to change something within this because it's a problem that there's too much money involved to to change you know what I'm saying so yeah he's saying crazy shit online like yo I need Drake and J. Cole to like apologize to me so we can get in a room we don't need all that but if you get a Drake and a J. Cole and a Jay-Z and a Beyonce and a Chris Brown and, and, you know, these legacy acts to go on strike, to not release music, to not do this, to basically have a union, then we could definitely see some of these changes. Um, it just sucks that Drake and Kanye are definitely not in good terms, so we don't know if Drake will put that aside for a greater cause. Um, but you definitely have artists like Hit Boy who has come out and said, yo, like, I don't really see eye to eye with Kanye West because he's tried me in the past. But I agree with him. My contract is trash. Um, and you have a lot of people who are coming out and they're sharing their contracts and, and agreeing with him. So we are starting to see a revolution. We are starting to see, we are starting to hear artists who are quiet now, you know, speaking on their experiences. So I'm really hoping as an artist that this shit does change. But I don't know if you guys have any thoughts just with everything I said. But this is a big moment right now in music. Um, I agree with you. If Kanye can't potentially change anything within contract negotiations for the future or people owning their masters in the future, he definitely one of one of the most influential of, of all time, people of all time. But this is why you also said this. Uh, so I'm on the fence about it because, of course, I want these artists to own their masters. I want them to own their music, and I want them to do to do whatever they want with it. But. <laughs> It, this this is like a Scottie Pippen situation from the last dance when when they told Scottie Pippen that that he signed how many years and he ended up being more great or or better than he was so his contract was was shit and like they wouldn't restructure it and they and they wouldn't pay him this is pretty much the same thing these artists get signed to to shitty contracts because they need the money and they really don't have the options to do it unfortunately so if these like you said, dirty lawyers or or whoever it is are, are finessing these claws or or saying you can't get the masters. Some of them just, some of them might know that they're or no, probably a bunch a bunch of them know that they're not getting the masters, but you sign anyway. So then, it's it's just like Doug, like you signed it. It's it's in it's in a contract. That contract is will hold up in court. So sure. it's just it's tough to to get that change now. But for the upcoming artists that may that may have a chance to start restructuring their contract like that. They they possibly can't, but I don't think that the music industry is just going to change off of a few artists, maybe wanting wanting a a different contract or something like that. Potentially, but like you said, this has been around longer than we have been alive. I'm sure this is not the first time this case has popped up. Um, just such a huge person like Kanye West talking about it is just like it's right. crazy, but like when it's when it's written in a contract and it's signed and it holds up in court it's tough to so, so what you're saying chris i think what we 
what Kanye is attempting to do, or at least that's what we, what we hope to happen, is to not even be put in that place to sign a contract like that. Mm-hmm. That's exactly. so you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And the reason why it could work now is because let's not front. Just like three or four years ago, record labels almost went extinct. As soon as Apple came out, as soon as Spotify made a shit and like all these streaming platforms started to come out, the 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 label started to be like, whoa, whoa, okay, what's going on? Because they now they weren't the only ones in control of music. So the times are different. Now is easier to gain an audience and live off of your own hype and live off your own audience and be supported by them financially where you don't need to sign. So that's why I could I could see if Kanye makes enough noise and gets enough artists as big as him behind him, there could be a change because as much as I hate chances of rapper, he was one of the people to go independent through Apple, but he owns his masters. So mm-hmm. he's chilling. So he figured out how to get the bag that a label were to, were to give him. It's just that the uh, iTunes or Apple gave him a contract where they don't own his masters. They just did like a partnership. So mm-hmm. the labels, I feel, do have to compromise to a certain level. Um, but, but then again, this is gets, it gets hard because if, if let's say you go into a, a deal, Chris, and you have 2 million followers and you make decent money, yeah, you can negotiate something better than me that I'm just a songwriter and I'm just upcoming like with like 5,000 followers. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like they're not going to want to give me the same contract, obviously, that you'll get. But we hope that it gets to the point where we can at least have a 50-50 split in the masters. Or, because this is another thing, a contract could give you a four to five year deal or nothing at all. And that's where it gets fucked up. Cause you're like, dog, am I going to take this deal? But I'm basically their slave for four or five years or do, or do I not take it or, or do I just leave with nothing? So people sign it. So I was, I would advise and I would hope that it would be like a, almost like a fucking, like everything Kawhi signing now, fucking AD signing. Like, mm-hmm. yo, give me a two year deal, third year opt out. And then uh, possible negotiation on third year if I decide to stay. Like, if if these labels start to give out those type of contracts, then you have a better system in place for the creative and the 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 corporate levels to actually meet in the mm-hmm. middle to some to certain some extent. Um, That's gonna but, be a deal breaker for for upcoming artists and shit like that that are that may be inspired by what Kanye's saying. And they tell their lawyers, oh, um, tell them I want to own my masters. I want to own my music. They'll be like, listen, we don't really need you. <laughs> yeah. Like, like we're going to own the masters. Like, you can go somewhere else. They're going to tell you the exact same thing. Either sign this deal right now because either you, you need the money or you don't. But but, look, I, but like I just said, though, if you if, if there's a, enough chance to rappers, then the, the labels are going to have to compromise eventually because then they're losing out on big talent. Yeah. And that, and now you're just you're just now enslaving a bunch of talented kids with like five thousand followers, and now you're mm-hmm. not you're not even going to get ROI <laughs> return on investment into that signing. Yeah. So if enough people with leverage start avoiding contracts, and the big artists start to form a union or not resign, then it is possible. Yeah, it's possible. But it, it's also going to get a lot of new new rappers or new people just asking for that masters and that, 
they're gonna get denied. But hopefully, hopefully, sometime soon that they'll they'll budge and and they'll be able to get that. That's why there. That's why I am thankful that there are other means of making it. You know that doesn't involve a record label. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I do feel you like just owning a master's is nuts to me. That shit is crazy because everything I fucking record right here is mine. So I, I'm trying to imagine like somebody yeah, let, like me recording scenario, my shit. Yeah, let's like, do that scenario where, you, where yeah. you're an artist, you create your own music, you you sing. I'm a I'm a I'm the owner of a record label. I'm here to sign you for four years. We give you this amount of money. We're keeping your masters. I'm putting you that I'm putting you in that situation right now. What are you doing? How many years? Well, what what is you know better than me? What is the what is the average years for a contract in the music business? It's usually four to five years, or like a five album deal. Okay, five, five album deal. I own I own the masters to all five of those albums, but I'm giving you this amount of money, which is an which is a great amount of money, and you'll make money off streams and percentages, but you'll never own your masters. You're getting that deal right now. What what would you do? If if you're talking to me, John Lewis, so not like just John Lewis, a hypothetical. No, no. Okay. Okay, so because I have other powers than just a performer and I can write, I have the advantage of one. I'm, this is what I'm telling my lawyer: we're doing a, a three-year deal with a third-year opt-out. If you do, if we do stay out to the third year and you want to keep my masters, I need to at least own seventy percent of the publishing. And as a writer, I need to own between fifty to seventy percent of my publishing. So I'm gonna find other ways to make most money if you're going to keep my masters. You know what I'm saying? So like, and because thankfully writers are now more exposed and have more exposure and are more, they're not as frowned upon as they were before. Mm-hmm. Being a fucking songwriter with hits, you make it some more money than a lot of the biggest artists. So that's why, that's why I actually talking to me, John Lewis, because mm-hmm. I've been working, I, I've been working equally as a songwriter, as an artist. So I can leverage my songwriting. Like, I mean, let's let's tell the audience. Uh, a couple of years ago, I was supposed to get signed to Universal uh, Partner, uh, Universal Music Group with a with a joint venture deal with Republic Records. They wanted the dude that wanted to sign me wanted me for five years. I said, no, no, sir, we're not doing five years. Um, however, I was going to get a record label. I was going to get a record deal, and I was going to get a music. Uh, a songwriting deal two separate deals so in my case also because of my hard work i could manage to to at least have one of these go my way than both not go a certain way you know what i'm saying so i definitely encourage anybody who's in the entertainment industry especially music to be versatile because you'll be they can't take advantage of you 360 unless you let them you know what i'm saying you got to find your own leverage if you're not coming in with the audience like at least be a songwriter to where you could get most of that publishing if they're gonna fuck you over in the masters and if they're gonna fuck you in the masters try to make it as short term as you can and I didn't sign that deal doc which means I took that L but I'll take that L I still believe in my talent that much that I'm willing to bypass a contract because if I did it I would have been in the, I would have been on my second or third year right now on a on a record label and probably be shelved because they don't have the same vision as me. You know what I'm saying? So I am thankful for the times that we're in. It definitely allows us to come with a, a different type of leverage than somebody back in the day. Um, but yeah, let's not front though. Like 
if you're broke and you're an artist and you're great, nobody blames you for you know being in that uh, signing a contract. But just be aware of what you're fucking signing. That's really the best way to put it. Agreed. And just to like throw something out there, um, Michael Jackson uh, had a talk with um, one of the Beatles, uh, Paul McCartney. They were having a talk about masters. And Paul McCartney was basically telling Michael Jackson, like, yo, one day, like, I, I wish to own our masters. And, and he was putting him on game of, like, the the leverage of, of the benefits of what it would take to own a, <laughs> to own a, a, a master's in general. Plot twist. <laughs> so then here comes Michael Jackson in <laughs> 1985. He buys the, the Beatles, Beatles master catalog. Plot. For forty-one million dollars. That's fucking. Crazy. Which is nothing. Forty-one. Mm-hmm. A Kanye West master right now, if I had to guess, could go from four hundred million to, if not a bill, almost eight hundred million. A Kanye West catalog. So imagine the Beatles for forty-one million. That's nothing to Michael Jackson. Was, back in the day, that was money to them. I was That's like, true. Oh, shit, we're fucking, we're cashing out, but. So in 2016, obviously, rest in peace, Michael Jackson. The the label sold it to the uh, back to the label. Um, some some of the state sold it back to the label mm-hmm. for 750 million dollars in 2016. So Michael bought it for 41 mil, and the state Talk bought about it a fucking for flip, dog. Jesus Christ! And they were probably underpaying that because 750 for Beatles is probably underpaying for their catalog. Um, and then you have wow. a scenario like Scooter Braun, Justin Bieber's manager. He owns Taylor That's Swift's um, Masters. Smart on his end, uh, but now apparently Taylor Swift Not re-recorded. Taylor. <laughs> uh, apparently Taylor was trying to buy her Masters, um, so I think she... Uh, I don't know if she did or she's going to re-record all her music so that she can own all her Masters. What? You didn't know about that? I didn't know she was going to re-record all her She music. said that like a year or two ago, dog. So that's why I said I don't know if she did already because she low-key might have already done it. But to re-record music, well, that's tough. <laughs> like, I don't know the ins and outs of that process because you still don't know what's legal and not legal. Yeah, um, I, don't, I, I don't understand why Scooter Braun is getting so much shit for that. The man had the opportunity to buy a Taylor Swift Masters yeah, catalog and he him. bought it and people are upset that he owns it. Like, Taylor, Taylor Swift... Literally cries for every single thing. It's, so people it's... people are upset because they f- saw a face to the buyer. Mm-hmm. When a label buys it, there's not a face to it, so you can't really get mad at somebody. So I think people are just not used to knowing the person who can actually afford to buy it. So I think that's what happened with that. Nah, that man's a genius. <laughs> but then you have Kanye on Kanye on Twitter talking about, yeah, I must I, see yeah. it to myself to make sure that Scooter gives Taylor back her, her master's. This is gonna be interesting, though. This is gonna be interesting to see how this pans out. Um, to see what's real, what's not real. To see what's possible, what's impossible. Uh, to see what's selfish and non-selfish. Because we know Kanye is all over the place. Like one year, one week he could be on the shit, and then the next week he's on some other shit. Um, so I guess we'll see how that pans out. Speaking of Kanye, upward Scooter Braun, downward Justin Bieber just came out with a record. It's called Holy. Is featuring Chance the Rapper. I actually like the record. Not a bad record. Um, it's I guess it's considered gospel. Um, you said it's Justin Bieber? Yeah, Justin Bieber featuring Chance. 
And shout out to Olga. She notified me that John Bellion has producer and writing credits on the fucking record. Oh, well, oh now really? I got to hear it. <laughs> yeah. So, and then once she said that, I definitely saw it. <laughs> I was like, oh, that sounds like a John Bellion production and uh, lyrics. Obviously, there's other people involved, but, but yeah, there's a video to it. It's like a five minute video. Uh, bigger um, news, guys. There is a Chance to Rapper song that John likes. <laughs> uh, let's, well, let's remember this day. It's a Justin Wednesday. Bieber song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a Justin uh, Bieber song. The loophole. The loophole. I, I could definitely skip Chance's part. Uh, <laughs> it's not that, again, it's not that he's bad. I just don't care for his style. And same thing on this record. It's not like he ruins the record for me. I'm just cool without the feature. <laughs> now you would have thrown fuck. Nah, you put a John Bellion on the record, we would have been lit. Beats he gets Bellion? he Damn. he gets that record. He gets that exposure, and then he's still on the record. Whether it be rapping or singing, he would have been killing that shit. But, still not big enough, unfortunately. Well, to, that's to, the thing, dog. I, I I like the level of fame that John Bellion has because and he talks about this all the time. He doesn't care about being the biggest he just cares about walking in the room and getting those head nods from legends like i know who you, if quincy jones i know who you are you know what i'm saying like that's mm-hmm. that's what he does it for so i don't i don't blame him dog you gotta respect that hell yeah but yeah man check it out it's called holy it's a good record i i I'm, i don't know if this is gonna turn into a, a gospel album i don't know if we'll see a kanye and justin bieber <laughs> gospel mashup <laughs> like, I feel like everything crazy. Chance releases is labeled under gospel, but it never really. I mean, it doesn't always sound like like gospel. Like um, Chance Three or, or Coloring Book, that was technically a gospel album. Well, it did it did have a lot of gospel tones and like choirs. Let me stop talking. It's gospel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know what are all the credentials for a gospel record, but I guess if it's within the subject line, then. It's, well, it's it because Justin's on on his religious stuff. You know, he's been he's always no, been yeah, on that. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. definitely so has something to do with it. If you're talking so yeah, about check that, it out. <laughs> Be careful how you go. How you gonna transition this? He said talking about God. What was that? If you talk about God. Oh, how about that? You had a transition coming, but <laughs> talking about God, Jeff oh, Bezos. <laughs> Oh, no, no, that yeah, keep talking. That is God. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. He's not God. It's a joke. But transition, Jeff Bezos <laughs> apparently is trying to open a preschool. I don't know if you guys heard about this. A preschool. A change out of his back pocket can drop, <laughs> and he can start eighty preschools. Just a eighty thousand. Just one preschool. 80, bro, or like a chain yeah. of preschools. Let me let me read off the post. Jeff Bezos found Jeff Bezos. <laughs> I love Jeff Bezos. Now let's talk about Brazil? Jeff Bezos. <laughs> or Adina. My name Jeff Bezos, founder and CEO of Amazon, announced this morning that the first Bezos Academy sounds like a fucking X Men class. Academy. Bezos Academy, a free preschool. Okay, here we go. A free preschool for children coming from low income families will launch in October. There, so this shit is like around the corner. Uh, the preschool will have. A year-around curriculum, five days a week for children three to five years old, according to the Bezos, to the Bezos, according to the Bezos Day One website, the team selected to put preschools in Des Moines, a town. What the hell is that? 
Des Moines. 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 The the team selected to put their preschool okay, again, a town in south of Seattle based on income level income levels, rates of participation of free and reduced cost meal programs. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. I love it. This it's definitely great. I, it's just like how many of these can is he going to do? I guess he'll. I don't know if you'll see the success of this because this is going to be successful no matter how you go about it. But. Um, this but people are skeptical. People are skeptical. They're like, really? It, You're getting into nah, this? Yeah, I see this definitely as like, uh, it's it's a tax break. It's a chess move that he's doing because um, a couple of months ago, I don't know if you guys heard or saw, but like all the top billionaires of the world got called out. So Facebook was there, uh, uh, Mark Zuckerberg, him, Jeff, Be- Jeff Bezos, um, the guy from Apple. They basically got called out because they're a monopoly and they own, they're like too powerful. So like the government was trying to get at them because of that. So I think this is his way of, of I guess, giving back and looking good or something like that. It has to be because regardless, of tying of regardless, that. Regardless if it's for good press or mm-hmm. if it's for just to make him look good, this is... This is amazing. No, yeah, that, that's this is amazing because the the schools and he says this is for low income people. So the these preschools but will this, probably be this located. This is only preschool, right? It's not above. That's for now. It'll probably start off as preschool and uh, and go from there. But these preschools will probably be put in in low income areas like a like the hood and wherever you wherever you're at. This guy will make the neighborhoods ar- surrounding the preschool look great. He he, he won't. We'll see. This well, is, that's called like gentrified. This is, this is, yeah, this is this, maybe a step towards gentrification. Which we was already it doing with a... Amazon warehouses in your city. Um, uh, okay, but say in Miami, in the, in, the, in, the, in the most dangerous part of Miami, he puts a preschool. And around those preschools, he buys three buildings and puts businesses and, and buys another uh, buildings on a couple blocks away from there. If he can start making those air, those urban areas that that do have low income um people and and they struggle a lot and and they could potentially make it nicer like that I'll take yeah, that anywhere that, like a exactly Detroit or a, or a Chicago yeah, or something like that making it that's nicer when, means you raise rent and then the people and who that's are when other people afford. start moving in right and that's when the people that are already there start getting pushed out it's true but it'll be interesting but wouldn't you rather have nicer nicer areas and 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 more businesses open where where there's people that that's the thing like we just said you start doing that if you could do that and keep the people that live there yeah. part of the community mm-hmm. then yeah but that almost he probably, never he probably would do that he probably I mean, wouldn't make, really make those he'll probably can't control what other people are doing if other people see this community like this and they want to start moving in people are going to stop dropping money around the area and just start taking over everything and then push everybody out Oh yeah, I definitely see other businesses like looking at this and be like, "Hmm, maybe we should, you know, put something there as well." And then that's, I think this is the start of something. Something of, 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 <laughs> could be I so guess. hard to be here with you. This <laughs> is the start of 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 the billionaires starting to clean up the urban areas that it's taking them it's taking them too long to do it. You're I mean, saying it's, clean it's, up. 
it's the verbiage here, Chris. Yeah. What, what <laughs> take out, clean up. It's two different yeah, things. Uh, but look, listen, take up both ways. It's their way of... Um, <laughs> yeah, what? so they're already not a homeless problem. We're going to create more homeless. I don't, I don't, I don't understand what you mean. If if he does what you're saying, then most of the people in those areas are going to come homeless because they can't afford to live there. So now, well, when I say nicer, also, I mean the buildings that are there or houses that are there could be in terrible shape. Maybe he'll he'll just clean those up. He'll pay to get those cleaned up or, or get them refurbished, so the areas around the preschool look nicer. It doesn't look like it's in such a bad area. And through there, maybe low income, uh, low payments, like rent, nicer buildings and stuff like that. Make it more, he's just gonna clean up the area, meaning like he's gonna make it look nice for for the preschool. Uh, it's not just gonna be a nice ass preschool and then to the right is a, is a homeless shelter. You know what I mean? Well, that's like, called gonna, gentrification. Yes. <laughs> yeah, which leads to homeless people. So if, if, if what you're trying to say is, or I hope you're trying to say is, if he makes it affordable for the people who are already there and yeah. you know then okay we're on the same page it does here have a quote that says the classroom is just the beginning so you might be definitely right in the path of the there he does have other plans maybe around um i i can also see this as amazon so i can also see them developing technology for education um i could see that as a being a rollout as well um but yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how this goes. I'm excited to see what happens. It's definitely not a bad. It's a great act. It's just how he plays it after the fact. You know what I'm saying? It's, like I said, it's hopefully it doesn't lead to gentrification, um, but hopefully it just leads to more opportunities for the people who already live in these live in these places. Yeah. Agreed. Well, speaking on on Jeff on Amazon, <laughs> on Jeff, <laughs> man, dude. You, know, you, you guys are on the first Jeff. name basis. <laughs> My name Jeff. Yeah, um, he supposedly is is interested in buying because supposedly um, JC Penney is run is going out of business. Um, they they filed for bankruptcy, and I think Sears already did that a couple years ago. So he's yep. planning to buy out. JC Penney and Sears locations like in the malls and making that Amazon warehouse. So basically if the like our our mall in Pembroke Lakes has a JC Penney, let's say it does close down and um Amazon does buy it, they're gonna just section off that specific area and close it off to make it an Amazon warehouse. That way there's gonna be an Amazon warehouse next to a popular city. So that means Amazon packages will get delivered the same exact day. And so that means Chris is right <laughs> that we're going to get gentrified. Yeah. This man's going to so take over the world. Gentrification is, is coming whether you like it or not. I'm sorry. So it is. Ba- so basically his plan is to <laughs> to have your package You're del- <laughs> delivered. His plan is to have your package delivered 30 minutes or less. So once you order a package, you're going to get that in 30 minutes because there's there's a mall a mile away and if it has JCPenney the warehouse is going to be in there so it'll just drive up to your house so that's, that's it'd be weird if if they're just warehouses like I don't, yeah, I don't know if a, a mall would agree to have yeah maybe because the thing is to like half mall half no not half mall like half Amazon store half storage maybe that's yeah. what, I'm probably and, and I'm curious up. I'm curious how much that I think mean, not that you know 
like obviously you know the, the amount of money it would cost isn't important isn't really a huge deal to him but i feel like there's easier options out there because like if you work like if you own a location at a mall mm-hmm. or if you're if you're a business in a mall like you not only have to pay rent to the mall but there's like a certain amount of money you have to bring in so if like that spot isn't really like a customer based thing that means that money's probably coming out of his own pocket you know what yeah. i mean so like well manny i don't know if you were aware but the last two years uh, it's been a big deal where jeff bezos is going to open up an amazon warehouse or mm-hmm. corporate because it people brings money. it brings money so yeah. if he's not finding like huge spots i think it is genius to go within like infiltrate them all because yeah. you're closer to the people now you are correct in the sense of how do you bring in money to that specific location but I think they'll just split percentages to where it doesn't have to really be something that they're selling within the mall. I think it's just, I think obviously they're going to make more business by being there. So I think it's just whatever percentage they're making off of the that, business. That's what I'm saying though. Like, how are they going to bring more business to the mall if it's just a warehouse? Because like, unless there's some, if something, no, it's how you like, turn it. Half, yeah. half Amazon store. Yeah, like if store. it's a store. Yeah, that's what yeah, I like was thinking, but they're that's not no, the but they're, yeah, I think it's just gonna be shipping. Yeah, they just or maybe or maybe it, you could pick up maybe you could pick up something. Yeah, like I was thinking to, that too, Chris. They just wanna be closer to more cities. Cause like we do have a big Amazon facility, but it's in Miami. Um that's the closest one. But they're trying to be like in every major malls and stuff like that. And also, let's not get it twisted. We don't work for these places, so they're definitely not going to be dumb enough to open up in locations where they're not primarily sh- shipping from. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like they're definitely like if I'm an artist and I'm when I pick my tour dates, I'm definitely going to be toward the the places that I know my music is getting more streamed at. You know what I'm saying? So like, so I, I'm assuming I'm assuming they have statistic and uh, analytics that prove like. All right, because I think uh, yeah, I, I was just using Pembroke Lakes as an example. You yeah. weren't, really, yeah, you weren't meaning that they're really going to come to Pembroke Lakes Mall. Yeah. But yeah, wherever they decide to open, I'm definitely sure that they're like, okay, we definitely get business in this area, so yeah. we might as well just open up a warehouse there. Where my curiosity comes in is just like, I like I like I get that part of it, but I'm just like, how how are they going to make the money make sense? You know what I mean? So is it going to be something where like maybe like that is so good for Amazon that it can make up the difference of like having to rent out to a mall and you know what I mean? Like well, I don't two, think two I don't think they're worried about about the the rent or the cost because obviously they're, they're not expecting the store the the store to make like money or anything. It's just literally to hold their their shipments exactly. yeah. and and for them to just ship it out. They they'll have those payments because obviously Amazon Prime and Amazon is pretty much like the biggest sales website or whatever now they they can use all the space they can they need all the space they they can get mm-hmm. it's just it's just more storage mm-hmm. they're, yeah. they're, they're yeah. gonna make those they're gonna so, make those payments easy so i get that part of it my whole thing is like again because you're like if you're gonna rent out a space in a mall like there's just a certain amount of money you got to be bringing in no, no no there's a certain amount of money you have to pay them all it doesn't yeah. mean that you're bringing in it's just yeah. you just got to pay them all so don't, that, I think sure you have to break the retail the, What we know about retail When yeah. it applies to this um, I was going to say two things If they're willing to open up more places Then they're definitely, like Chris is saying Have the money to do it So they definitely have the money to risk that have, Being a problem But also, we know like I know a lot of people Who 
are trying. We talked about <laughs> Scott my song. We talked about Scott my song. Like I know a lot of people who are trying to uh, do their own Amazon Prime within their neighborhoods. So, so they're they're not. If if people are doing how how is that? However, that's functioning is exactly how the location is going to function. Because if they can afford to have my dad uh, get a Amazon Prime bus and uh, go around Pembroke Pines delivering packages. However, he's going to get that money is exactly how uh, a location opening up in Pembroke Lakes will get it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so you got to think about it not as the, there you go. You got to think about it not as the customer walking in traffic wise. You just got to think about a a percentage of the business coming from that area. Yeah. That's probably the best way to look at that. Yeah. Amazon is not going to be, I I think if they have a store section, it's probably going to be the smallest shit in the world. Is just a front to make it look like it's actually a stand, uh, uh, a flag, uh, uh, ship, flagship store. But I think it's just a whole like hell of shit. Okay. To distribute. If if they're paying the rent that the mall is asking for at, at that spot, they're not they're not going to tell you to sell a certain product or anything. They're just they just want their money. And okay. having Amazon open up in your lake, uh, your hell location yeah, will huge. bring in more business. I would just say aesthetically. Just make it look like you have something there, because that's just an ugly look. Imagine just like, like what would you even have there? Just like a bunch of nothing. Well, so, chains. <laughs> and um, you mean if they open the, up? There's a USPS in Sawgrass, but it's it's small as shit. Oh, so I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So it's obviously big enough for you to just go do your package and just ship it out. Um, but maybe yeah. pickup. Pickup will be a big thing, I think. For those flagship stores, I think oh, that sure. would that would make it make sense. Like if if it had like the pickup spot or whatever that Instead you can of just go and like package, you go, go yeah, you go pick it up at the mall. Because I'm like, otherwise, like how is that I mean, bringing in people? Yeah. Well, what I'm trying I mean, to figure out if you do that, then do you eliminate the Amazon Prime buses think, yeah. around your neighborhood? I don't think they'll and, go that route to pick up because their thing and, is delivery. <laughs> all right, well, and they, like, they do that all right, <laughs> and Whole Foods is already a place where you can go pick up your Amazon packages. So yeah. do they cut off their other business partners? But they already work? they already have like like if, like I think like five minutes away from my crib, there's like a little like warehouse type of mm-hmm. thing where you can just go pick up your Amazon package. It's completely owned by Amazon. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, I think I think Amazon just has so many packages that like, they honestly they don't they don't really need to cut off those other places. Like, and we're also talking about outsiders. We have no idea what they're really gonna do. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe we're assuming. Yeah, we're assuming. Maybe, assuming. Assuming. maybe the preschools are in the warehouse. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're maybe they're talking the They're gonna buy out Sears <laughs> and build a preschool in Sears. <laughs> maybe the kids aren't gonna be the workers. Is this kid's school work is gonna be? What if they buy out all the retailers and they just ship it from there? They just they just put all their stuff on Amazon and they ship their products from there. That that'll take years to like. All of you guys will be fired. All you guys will be. I don't think I'd ever pick up a, a. I mean, the only way it would be if it's there faster. Like you could pick it up like one day instead of getting it shipped two days. But if or it's gonna take the same to time, yeah. then. I, I don't think I got no reason to leave if they could just yeah, send it to my I house. I don't think their mission to do, to buy out those places is for you to pick it up because their the whole point of that is to be at your house the same day you order it. Like literally. But Jose, when you say that, that confuses me because it's not up to Amazon. It ha- it's the package has to get to Amazon and then Amazon delivers it. So if I order I, something that takes more than a day to get, I know. It, but there's certain items that 
that you oh, could yeah. get it in the same day. So that's why they are putting those. They want to put those in that location so they could hold those certain stuff and get so then the same day. I guess what potentially what Manny could be talking about. Then they're probably gonna have to be selling or have or stock up those items in that location yeah. for them to be delivered on that day. Yeah. Cause literally that's what the article said like you're you're gonna get your package in 30 minutes that's that was the whole plan that would be fucking crazy. that's a fucking lie because when somebody when somebody it's orders from my store real. i do their shit at the end of my shift it's, <laughs> it's it, and not only that like where, where's it coming from you know what i mean like well, that, like also i don't know if you heard but amazon they they've been testing out for for a couple of years they're trying to do drone um shipments so basically, a drone flies over your house. You have to have like a backyard or something, and then you put like this certain mat, and they land on the mat, drop it, and just leave. Do it. Go ahead. I don't give a shit. They've That's been crazy. they've been testing out for like four years already. Chris, they dropping bring, off your, your bring, PS5. bring me my package. Yeah, by, I was about to say that. <laughs> bring me my package by pigeon. I don't give a fuck. But they drop right. your fucking PS5 from like ten feet. <laughs> there. That's definitely a possibility. And then the the increase of somebody oh, robbing shit. that shit is Woo! just. Like, like, no, let's tell y'all right now. The drone, the drone drops the, the drone drops the Xbox. It looks down and then. It just flies. <laughs> flies That's why I said like it's it's for people who have backyards and stuff like that, and you get people. Boy, who... the backyard and the shit dropping has nothing to do with my backyard. What do you mean? That has to do with the malfunction of the drone. You said if, if shit gets stolen, no, oh, that'd be fucking crazy. Yeah, I, people jump over gates and all that shit. <laughs> what do you mean? If I saw a PS4 in my backyard. <laughs> Yeah, I'm but... sorry, bro. Yeah, it was me. It was me. There's like, a whole, there's a whole, there's a whole video about it. Like you, it's on, that drone is only gonna get delivered as you're there, and you had to. Put, I've seen it done. You had yeah, to put the mat done. for the drone to fall. The drone's gonna have to come with a bodyguard. <laughs> <laughs> imagine you're late, you're late, and the drone's just in the air with the Xbox, just waiting for you to go. <laughs> it could drop from there. I, I, I'm down. Whatever, just bring my package. Human but I forgot to tell you this. Uh, speaking of like preschool and just school in general, um, I just found out yesterday. This was weird as hell. Um, Dr. Right now is waiting for elections to be over sometime in November to decide whether they're gonna do schooling between physically being there or through radio and TV stations. That's lit. Fam, what? Only DR. Right? (laughs) And then my mom goes, Oh, yeah, a lot of our cousins graduated like that. I'm like, What? (laughs) What the hell? That's crazy, dog. I mean, I'm not totally opposed to that idea. I feel like most of my learning came from the television, anyways. (laughs) Well, I see this this is not going to be just turn on the TV (laughs) and then you do your research. It's going to be. Yeah, it's gonna be a full blown teacher like teaching yeah, regular I'm school. Not mad at that. No, I I'm not saying I'm mad at that. I'm yeah. saying that that's crazy because we're privileged. We lived in a time where we could go to school and learn yeah. like that. But our fucking parents and their childhood, a lot of them graduated, literally listening to the radio and learning like while listening to the radio. That's crazy. I, know, I like, never know about that, but I I, I would assume why I done that. they're doing the TV <laughs> and radio thing is because a lot of people don't have internet like a lot oh, yeah. over there. So they're relying on TVs and stuff like that. That's I what would I'm... probably rather do it because if you see if you see the schools that are in DR, you would 
gladly take that radio and take well, your I, why didn't you do I, your homework all oh, my I power went out but that's that's the thing i say. like that's gonna be the issue. are you saying you would have rather do it like that because of all the shit you gotta you would have got away with or because you think you would have learned more no i'm uh i think i would have learned the same it's just the social part of it because i don't care too much about the social part of school I but also more like but being there you are kind of forced to be there because you are there if if i'm even right now when kids are going to school in zoom and shit like you know how many ways you can get away with it so are people going to really learn are people going to really be by the radio station if your parents catch like aren't supervising you i guess those are all things that i'm like also thinking about like how much can you really sit there and give that time to like truly learn well, that's definitely, just walk away. that's definitely because of the, the time and they're trying to do what they can with this virus over there. No, yeah, but we're just talking like overall. Okay. Um, it's cool. I, just, I, I haven't heard of that. It's a cool way to, to, to do. Like, school I don't know if it's a cool way, but I definitely think it's a great improv, improvised <laughs> solution. Because, uh, yeah, how else would you do it? <laughs> that's between, fucking nuts. Between classes, they play my dang game by <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, dos plus dos cuatro, pero ahora un mensaje. De nuestro partner Scamazo. Y for breakfast, tenemos un mango con un ching de salami. <laughs> Oh my the principal is fucking Romeo Santos. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Wait, I just thought that was interesting because when I heard it yesterday, I was like, "Damn, yeah, I really learned like that." And I guess, ironically, right now kids are learning through Zoom, so it's like a similar <laughs> situation, uh, different, different scenario. All right, guys, so we're finally coming to the end of the <laughs> the podcast. We know it's been a long one. But just last subject, switching back to music, a little gossipy, but I just think it's funny, so I have to bring it up. Eh, not funny of what's happening, but funny after, like outside of that scenario. Cardi B and Offset are getting a divorce. <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> so obviously a divorce is not funny, so that's not what's funny. What I think is funny is that Cardi got these girls out here fucked up. So a lot of like I'm just like tired of seeing all these girls like, oh fuck you, man. You fuck like all this Cardi energy, blah blah. But let's not pretend like the marriage was all cute and it was like it was a lot of cheating involved and when and there's a lot of those type of situations. And let's not front. When you're a millionaire, yeah, there's a lot of shit that you can let shit slide. When you have millions to fall back on, you can cry on a money pillow. But now Cardi has had enough, and I support it. Um, I just think like a lot of girls out here just need to revalue <laughs> their mental space, mental space with like how you treat a dude. If the dude obviously is is uh, treating you the right way, because there is a lot of fuckboys out here. Let's not front. Um, but yeah, man, I just think a lot of people were just like like goals for Offset and like Cardi and and the way Cardi acts. To a lot of yeah, but dudes, that goal. I don't <laughs> want to meet that person. <laughs> yeah, a lot of, you'll be surprised, <laughs> and probably more than you think that that you're even assuming. So, but uh, look, man, I bring it up just because again, 
like the the mental of like how do I I could break this down so many ways. Just a lot of I feel like a lot of this goes for both the guys and girls, but just whoever you're with, dog, treat that person right. If you're being mistreated, get out of the relationship, whether it be verbally, physically, mentally, get out of it. So I definitely support um the divorce. Um, especially if, uh, apparently this man's having another kid with another girl, like fam. Yeah. Uh, the first three times wasn't enough. Like, <laughs> why did you keep doing? It? Uh, <laughs> like, I thought they were divorced. Nah. No, this is <laughs> happening like the this last couple two weeks. I thought they'd been divorced. I didn't know that. Nah, they yeah, they've been like, together, together this whole time. So together. But so yeah, now nah, was the final star because he got another girl pregnant, and this is the third one. Crazy dog. Jesus this man has, Christ. Like, Ninety six kids. Right. Well, he's definitely behind Future because Future got the ninety nine. This yeah, is like a, a lot of kids. <laughs> whole Amazon preschool is gonna be Future. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, yeah, man. I just, I just think it's funny all these girls out here with the Cardi B energy, but they ain't really like living that shit. And if you are living that shit, look at what could, could happen. Like you could still be caught in a stupid place, in a stupid situation. Um. And obviously, I'm just a guy, and only guys are here, so I guess there's not a woman uh, here to defend their case, but I don't think there's much to defend here. If you're in a bad situation, get out of it. Um, yeah, she, she's good on that, that she did finally get out of that. But it's, I heard it's... This is the goals thing that, that, that bothers me, though. It's like, goals, 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 but y'all forget how much fucked up shit was going on and was being... Obviously, is oh, none yeah, of our I'll, place... To say what somebody else can put up with, but just don't bring that energy to your relationship if your relationship is not calling for that energy because every relationship is different. I guess she was just trying to sell the lifestyle and stuff like that. But I heard other things too, like on his part, that he, when she made that WAP video, like <laughs> double standard, he didn't like it at all. Like, and he felt ashamed. <laughs> that really? She, yeah. Because in the behind the scenes, He's in that video. He's in there. <laughs> All right. I don't know. Something came out saying like he that he didn't he didn't like the video what it represented and and he just. Uh, I'm not believing this man when he's cheating on a woman oh, yeah, that's, multiple that's times. Too. That's why. And whopping everybody else's whop out here. That's, that's, oh. uh, that's why it's, oh, yeah. it's messed up. And canceled again. And his his videos. Do the same shit, but for yeah, he <laughs> talks about bitches and hoes and all that shit. No, yeah, that, weapon, that's, everybody's that's weapon. <laughs> and Tyrese, Tyrese's words, those are not your lines, fam. <laughs> like you don't get to, you don't get to say that shit. I kind of wanted to touch on the social dilemma. If anyone saw it, I did I... see it. Okay, yeah, uh, social dilemma. Definitely think it's a must-watch on Netflix. Um, it basically is a documentary slash movie. Um, and it has CEOs and, and engineers and scientists mm-hmm. and psychologists from all the apps and Facebook, companies that we're Facebook. familiar with. Like you said, Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter, uh, IG. And it basically tells us like how that we're, that these apps are addictive for a reason, not because we're like, like, not that we didn't notice or something, but that, that we are trying, we are getting uh, manipulated. How do you say it? like being, man- um, being manipulated? Manipulated to stay on these apps for as long as we do. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I think I'll stay within that realm. So I guess most of you guys watch it, but I definitely think is a is a interesting watch because if you have the people 
on screen who created these softwares, who created these algorithms, talking about the negatives that comes with this, this science and this technology, then I think we're into some shit that that can be very is already dangerous and could be even more dangerous in the upcoming future. Chris, what you got to say? I about agree. Um, so I also saw it, like you said before. This, I mean, it was the way they did it was really cool. Like it was a documentary and it was kind of like a movie. I really like that style. Uh, they did it very well. Mm-hmm. Um, this, this didn't really tell me any anything that I didn't know already. Like we all we all know that these apps are are addicting and, and they and they do their best to try to get production because they're businesses they want to drive customers and they do everything that they can to get customers. What this uh, this movie didn't make me delete all my apps or anything or, or be like you know what I'm done with Twitter I'm done with Instagram because I think we're old enough that we know what's reasonable and what's not. But what that what that documentary did for me was like. I don't I don't think my kids will have social media like at a young age because shit like that pops up all the time like and seeing those percentages that they would put for like suicides mm-hmm. for young teens right. and shit like that and how it's up like almost like 80% or something like that and up like 150% yeah. from between like 8 to like 14 like a decade that's that's fucking crazy yeah. um so yeah so when I say we're old enough is cuz like we know what's reasonable we know how I I feel like we all know how to control it and use it responsibly, but for the younger for the younger crowd that that feel that get sentimental or like they they get body shamed and they really do feel like pain like that like that shit is fucking cancerous. Because uh, we, I was gonna say we grew up with it, but we did it. They are Gen Z is growing yeah. up with it, but we started to play with it when we already kind of developed our personalities for the most part. So that's why I think it's easier for our age group and up. And don't get it twisted. We're all addicted to it to a certain extent. So it's not like we're not addicted because we're like older, but as far as like letting things bother you or letting things get to your mental health, like, Mm -hmm. yeah, like definitely affecting the younger crowd because they're growing up with society standards being front running. Like, and with us, it was like, we grew up in, in, in middle school and shit, like cracking on each other. And like it would just be the circle. Now you're getting cracked on by somebody in another fucking country that doesn't yeah. even know you. And then if people want to tag along, now you're being criticized by the world. And you know who who could prepare you for that? So, so yeah, man, it's crazy. And there was that one part um, I don't know if you remember where the little girl she was on the app and she took a selfie of herself and she put like a thousand filters on it and shit like that. And people were commenting like, "Oh, how pretty, how pretty." And then there was one person that was like, "Oh, well, you look ugly or whatever." Like. Like I've seen, I've seen pictures like that. Like Joe Rogan did a whole pot, like did a segment of a podcast where his daughter actually had an app like that, and it turned. He took a selfie of Joe Rogan and turned him into like a woman, like a complete mm-hmm. woman with just an app. Like that shit seems so cancerous and like just putting yourself out there looking like fake and shit like that. That it's not good for your mental health, especially if you're mm-hmm. a kid and not fully developed and know what you can control. And it's it's very eye opening. I recommend that you guys see it. It's not. Oh, yeah. it's, it's not gonna tell you anything that you don't already expect. Hearing hearing everything that we expected was kind of crazy too. Like right. they're like, yeah, yeah, we, we're making this addictive. We do that. We send these notes to, to make you sure that you're still on the app, and we get that ad revenue from right, whatever. Right. Like yeah, that, so hearing like that you're saying crazy. exactly like the hearing the ins and outs going on behind the scenes of the intention is what was surprising because yeah. 
I mean, we fucking see ads on our timeline every two seconds. So seeing how those ads get there, there is one more thing I want to touch on, but I get, um, I guess when most of us see it, uh, we'll talk on it, but, uh, but yeah, man, just go watch it. It's called social dilemma on Netflix. Everybody's been on it for the last month or so, or a couple of weeks. Um, like, like he was saying, like it might not tell you something you didn't already know, but it definitely makes you second guess or subconsciously think about it a little bit more, which I think helps you mentally. So even if you weren't already addicted to it, or even if you think you knew how to control it, this will definitely help you stay within a, a healthier path of how to use it. Um, and this is good. It's good content and it's important because it's mm-hmm. what's literally more important than social media right now. We're literally talking on a social media platform after in between right now, after this and before this, you were on a social media platform. So like yeah. that shit is literally our lives. We're right gonna now. post we're gonna post an ad right. for this for this podcast on a social media platform. Everything right. is social media, everything. So definitely a must watch. Check it out, guys. But yeah, my social dilemma. We're gonna end it right here in this social dilemma between the crew, Planet of Doubt, <laughs> episode eighteen. We are legal. We are here. We're unstoppable. And it's now three in the morning, but that has nothing to do with you guys. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for watching. Uh, thank you. Might as well right now subscribe, like the video. Tell us about what you thought about all the topics that were brought up about school, Kanye, Masters, uh, movies, uh, Amazon, Skamazon. Like, there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot of ways, a lot of things, a lot of topics. Um, let us know in the comments what your opinions are and what you want to bring aware to any of the conversations that we have. Don't forget to tell a friend and tell a friend. Peace.